0: I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: It's all good, man. What's it's 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 me. Well, who, yeah, it's Adam. It's and, him, and I have no clever introduction. It's not like I ever had any clever introductions here. It's the same It's been, shit. It's been the same shit each and every episode. And you come back just wanting more.
0: Just you're, on
2: you're, hands and knees. It's, it's just yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs> pig, pigs to the pigs to the slaughter. Wow. <laughs> that's a good. That's a great kind of like, I'm going to put that on our Twitter bio. I think now pigs that's good. <laughs> listeners, pigs you, to the slaughter. Our lizards lizards listeners are, crawl yeah. back.
1: Yeah. Cause you, our listeners are so yummy. They taste delicious. Mm. Just like the zombies when they eat uh, the humans. Cause <laughs> yeah. there's well, the tasty. humans
2: to the
1: zombies. To the zombies. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, we're, we're back in the Snyder verse, um, doing his first feature, uh, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Uh, and of course with me is, is Brent. Hey, it's
2: and me. Yeah.
1: I don't think we've ever had an episode without each other, huh? Uh,
2: have we? That'd be I weird. I don't think That'd so. be a weird dynamic. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, no, we've never like subbed in other people. I mean, we had like you know, uh, guests from other podcasts Mm -hmm. like we do today. Yeah, John is back. Hey, guys, uh, for like the seventh or eighth time. You've been Uh, on every season, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I've been on close encounters. Mm -hmm. Um, you might as well be the – uh,
1: what, what's the name of the guy who was on Conan, Andy something? Andy Andy kind
3: of the,
2: you're, yeah, yeah, you're an Andy Richter who checks in like every eight episodes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the like, Andy hey, Richter of this universe. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richter. Um, happy to be here though. Thanks for the invite to talk this movie.
1: I mean it just yeah. makes sense. I mean uh, if, if there's anyone I want to talk to when a zombie apocalypse happens –
2: I'm hitting you up. Oh, shit. You know, that's interesting that you had that same thought, Adam, because uh, earlier today I was thinking, it's like, John is kind of the guy I think of when I think of like zombie stuff, horror stuff. Mm -hmm. You're kind of the go to, uh, I guess, expert on that stuff. And um, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to us, you are. Because, like,
1: you, because I remember you and I, you know, we watched, what is it? Night of the Living Dead together. Oh the, yeah, we did. Yeah, the the re
3: the remake. The remake. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, you got me into watching like just all the Romero stuff.
3: Romero. So yeah. that's
1: why I kind of like yeah. You're the mm. you, you're the zombie you're the zombie guy. You're the guy who has a jeep that says, you know, zombie apocalypse specialist
3: or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see those- <laughs> zombie hunter. Zombie <laughs> just like
2: apocalypse <laughs>
3: specialist. You ever uh, see those
2: jeeps. You've never seen those Jeep? I have. Like, specifically, yeah. always there's Jeeps specifically? They're always like there's they're like
3: there are always jeeps or some sort yeah. of fucking Humvee or some yeah. shit that always has like a, a zombie bumper sticker that says yeah. like, you know, like zombie I don't know, fucking, Ready,
2: ready for the zombie. Yeah. The Something thing I was like gonna say shit. is the bumper yeah. sticker the bumper sticker of like the uh zombie family. Like the little like the my whole family's ready. And <laughs> oh, there's like yeah. a kid with like an axe and like a, <laughs> that whole thing. But yeah, for for whatever reason, like I kind of think of you as a, uh, you know, like Mm -hmm. you love zombie movies and horror and Romero and stuff like that. So it makes sense that you're on, on this episode. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I think I advocated for this. I think I was like on the fence. I didn't know if it was this one or if you were going to do like a man of steel episode, um, because I think that's, you know, I mean, you can come back. No one's going to stop you. Yeah, I I mean, guess, yeah, we don't like I mean, have like I, mean I just texted yeah. the
2: group chat, our big old group chat, like thirty minutes ago. Hey, who wants to sign up for a, a episode this season? Fucking crickets. So crickets. if you want to, if you want to come on back, who gives a <laughs> shit? Yeah, we, we literally don't. had you and Delphin back mm. to back. uh Was it last season? I guess the Thor Ragnaroks.
3: Yeah, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok one, and also we did one together. I think the we were on the end. World's End, yeah. which was like we did that. That together. was a great
1: episode.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> really good.
3: Yeah, Edgar Wright. Um, pretty great filmmaker. But I guess we're talking Zack Snyder here. And um it's I guess you're right. I was trying to think. I was like, do I like zombie movies? But Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead is one of my favorite movies of all time. Probably like you know, it's in the top ten. Yeah. Um Romero got me into movie making as opposed to I was already I've always been into movies. Mm-hmm. But Romero got me into movie making, and it's very appropriate that we're talking the remake of Dawn by Good old Snyder himself, like, you know, Mm -hmm. the, um, yeah. I mean, what a, what
1: a, what a task Zack Snyder had, you know, you're talking about a classic movie that doesn't necessarily need to be done again. And you have like this guy who has been doing commercials and music videos, never, never did a feature film. And he decides this is, this is going to be the one. This is what this is going to yeah. be my feature film.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think his reasoning for it was, um, it, it will like, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but it, he was basically like, I will have control over every single shot, like, and it's important. Hmm. Every single shot of this movie will matter. Um, and but it, it seems like the origin of this movie was very much a producer-driven thing, where uh, you know I forget their names, the producers of this movie were saying like. I feel like we can bring zombies back. Obviously, this is two years after 28 Days Later, so it's kind of starting to happen. Right. It's very much a post-9-11 thing, I feel. Wait, um, wait, wait.
1: it was after
2: 28 Days Later? Two years after, yeah. Oh, um, okay. So I, I feel like the producers, because it very much seems like in the in reading about it, that they were the ones who, they hired Gunn. Gunn was like, uh, you know, James Gunn. They had hired uh, guns. Yeah, the hired guns. Yeah, he he was a hired gun. Gun Chevrolet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, and they kind of like started coming up with the ideas. And it sounds like a lot of the main ideas for this movie were Snyder and Gunn kind of working together where Snyder was like, I want to shoot this as like the most grounded shit possible, which to me feels like a very post 9-11 thing of like, I, I want like the trauma on the ground of like these you know, people when, when shit hits the fan and, uh, obviously gun like very much, um, kind of tied in his dark sense of humor. And I think right. mm-hmm. Snyder has, well, where,
1: kind of where's gun at in the, in the, in the tra- in the trauma timeline. Here, oh man, the James gun. I
3: think he had timeline. just, um, <clears throat> he had had some success here by, he had already done the two Scooby Doo movies. I think by this point, yeah. maybe, yeah. Maybe going on the second Scooby Doo movie, but I know that Scooby Doo had already put him on the map, and I think that's why he, had, they had probably considered him for this gig, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, mm, yeah. Um, but he is already. Yeah, he was hired to days. do yeah. the
2: the script, or like get this guy. On
3: and it here. was yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and it was
2: an issue with fans because they yeah. saw that he wrote he the Scooby Doo movies, do. yeah. and uh, it was very much I forgot how he like brought them around.
3: You got. Uh, <laughs> I think there was a script leak or I I don't know if it was a, it was Harry, it was Harry Harry
2: Knowles, Harry Knowles,
3: Harry Knowles, Harry Knowles, very,
2: yeah.
3: How do you feel about Harry Knowles, John? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I read a lot of his shit back in the day. When I read about what he, yeah, like, I mean, he's an asshole, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, any cool news at one point was yeah. like a big deal. Like it, it was, was like a you know, huge. Thing. It was the biggest, It was like uh, the collider of. I mean, oh, shit, collider kind of sucks too. But like you know, it was kind of like that. It was the Fox like, you know, News of the film industry, basically, and that was a big yeah. deal. And I think <laughs> Harry Knowles read the script. Yeah. For this Dawn of the Dead, and he was like, oh, "Okay, this might be okay." Like you know, because everyone yeah. you know the the original Dawn is you know timeless. I mean, I think it's still. I uh, don't want to compare it too much. We'll get into that when we talk about it a little bit, but like, you know, it's epic. It's probably the most epic zombie movie ever filmed. I think most people still prefer day of the dead because of a little bit more, how modern that one is. But yep. dawn of the dead is a uh, super epic and like a, such a project to be like, you know, it's getting remade and it like, and then so, you know, the way I can understand, I guess the fan, you know, um, you know, uh, I guess like the hesitation towards it. And then it wasn't until after Knowles got the script and then said like, It'll be all right. That like you know, blessed by Knowles. <clears throat> blessed by Knowles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And, I'm uh, sure that he wasn't the only one that was blessed by Knowles.
3: Oh boy, ooh, um,
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah, man. Fandom was weird in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and like how important and prevalent like the weird nerd blogs were. We don't have to we shouldn't get into all that but um yeah, it's just weird sure, how yeah. that just died and now it's like more you know whatever but well yeah. it's fun. well I mean I mean I'd like to talk that's an interesting
1: it's an interesting area to talk about because mm-hmm. you look at how fandom has evolved over the years. I, I mean so, like yeah. with Harry Knowles like it was a very like small but close knit community that didn't have exactly like the most leverage over like you know, movies or any fan or any sort of like, uh, fictional universe. But now it's completely different. Like, I feel like fans own the fucking,
2: yeah. I mean, it feels every, I mean, if you just watch any press conference or (laughs) like, uh, fan event or, or whatever, it's, it's all like, for the fans. Everything's for the fans now. Yeah. And it's like it's funny because it does feel like yeah, I can't believe we're talking about Harry Knowles so much, but it feels like he was <laughs> one of the last uh like what's the word? Like it he like a filter for nerds almost. Like yeah, he was yeah. like a voice. An ambassador. An ambassador. Yeah. He was like an ambassador for nerds almost. And um there's not that anymore. And ooh, ooh. I don't know if things are worse well, Pat now. And,
1: Pat and Oswald <laughs> try to take the mantle, and I mean, that's really working I mean, out.
2: Oswald would be a great ambassador, yeah. honestly. I think, but uh, maybe hey, at one point, maybe it needs a good.
0: Yeah, yeah, Simon maybe Picks.
2: maybe fans need a, a good ambassador to like channel their passion into healthy outlets because there's no there's no filter now, so everything yeah. is just like. You go to fucking YouTube and you have Mike Zero spewing like bullshit out, and people are just eating it up. Um, YouTube is just – YouTube's fu- the worst. Even the
1: Snyder
3: cult. Hey, I mean,
2: decentralization
1: the, the, yeah. has its you know,
2: yeah, has its drawbacks. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, even the the Snyder fans, and it's like it's you have this weird paradigm where. They're doing good shit, but also they're doing really fucking terrible shit at the same time where they're, like, raising funds for
1: Would you say it's akin to religion,
2: perhaps? <laughs> uh,
1: well, that's my ding, 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 ding. I think ding, that's, ding. Uh, yeah, we've reached the... Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, not to veer too off, but I firmly believe that pop culture has become the new religion. Mm-hmm. And because uh, people people are agnostic now, so they need something to fucking believe in, and, and that's pop culture. I think I can and, totally see and that. And My so t- there's yeah. a bunch of fucking sex out there. There's a bunch of different like spinoffs, and there's people vying for the power of yeah. what Superman's costume should look like, or you know, like like yeah. it's like interpreting Jesus is like skin color
2: or some shit you know like yeah yeah it's it's tribalism yeah akin to what you would find in a zombie movie say Mm -hmm, one like dawn of the dead Mm -hmm. um i want to okay so there's a couple things i want to do i want to talk to you guys about like when you saw this We've Adam and I have kind of talked about our relationship with Snyder a little bit, but I, I don't think the origins because we talked Army of the Dead hmm. uh, mostly so far. Um, but did you watch
3: Army of the Dead, by the way. I did. I okay. actually was very excited for that. I mean, go ahead, John. Uh, yeah, uh, get into yeah.
2: like Snyder and when you saw this. And
3: I was like very cool. excited for Army of the Dead because I I viewed it and I don't know. I don't think he even viewed. Maybe he does, but I viewed it as a spiritual successor to Dawn of the Dead because hmm. Dawn of the Dead to me. To me, is, um, we'll just throw it out there right now, is the best Snyder movie. I think, like, if I had to rank them, the top three would probably be Dawn of the Dead, um, Army of the Dead, second, and then Man of Steel, third. And then everything else kind of like, you know, will kind of like what a Have you seen
2: Guardians of Gahul? I have not seen it. I feel like I should.
3: I wonder if that would affect my, yeah. I've seen, like, enough clips to know that I don't know if he's, like, (laughs) like if he was the right director for it. Like, it's really cool. And But I was like, wow, this is definitely, like, a a little over the top for being a family film. So, like, you know, enough clips, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, the battle scenes are very 300-esque. And you're just like, wait, this is supposed to be the for owls. kids?
1: That sounds like, sick. I want to see that now. We <clears> might <throat>
2: have to. I think we might. Because I didn't know until, like, a couple of weeks ago, Delphin told me that he directed it. Yeah. I, I had no idea he di- I thought he was, like, produced by the 300 guy. Like, that's how it was sold in theaters. I didn't know he... Fucking
3: directed it. He directed it. And actually, that has probably one of the best. Like, I've seen the behind the scenes for that. And he's like, so Snyder, like, I think during um, when he, like, Snyder was a cameraman and, like, you know, and, like, you know, uh, for most of, like, the pre directing days and stuff. So, like, he Mm -hmm. really knows how to just kind of, like, you know, he knows how to make an image, but, you know, simply put. And so um, he brings that style to Guardians of Gahu. And that's insane. Like, the way, like, you know, he, well, like, he explains, like, the way the camera m- will move. Like, you know, you'll fly an owl and sometimes you'll miss it, like, kind of, like, in a zoom-in fashion. Like, kind of, like, more or less, like, the way Man of Steel was filmed whenever, like, they're flying on far end and then, like, they'll zoom in. Um So that one's, like, pretty interesting. Um, yeah. But I haven't seen it. But and my um relationship with Snyder obviously started with this movie. I think this movie I rented or my parents rented. I wasn't old enough to rent myself, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> they rented this. um. It, when it came out, like, I think it came out on video same year, like, 04, and um, it was probably one of the last VHS, <laughs> like, movies I've ever rented. Um, yeah, it, it must be. Loved the shit out of it. I think zombies weren't a thing. I think zombies still kind of terrified me at the t- at the time, like, you know, from watching Night of the Living Dead.
0: Mm. Um,
3: I can't remember if I've seen the original Dawn before this or after this, but I knew that, like, I had an obsession with that movie around the same time. Um, it could have been, you know... I really can't remember, but I know I saw this, like this one and the remake kind of close, close, um, you know, mm-hmm. close by, I guess. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was weird. Cause you know, you've seen resident evil and then you've seen 28 days later. I didn't watch 28 days later into probably like a year after this. Mm. Um, but the concept of like a zombie, uh, a running zombie. Cause you know, when you watch neither living dead and you watch the, the remake and stuff,
1: you were um, used to what the <clears throat> rules were. Yeah.
3: What the rules were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, you know, just watching like a, you know, I just you just assumed you're fucked, like you know, and just in why, and uh, you know if that were ever to happen, you know everyone kind of wants a zombie apocalypse to happen. Like we were talking about the jeeps earlier,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and
3: stuff, and like zombie survival guide that yeah, was a big yeah. book when
2: I was a teen. <clears throat> yeah, it was a zomb- fun book to read. Yeah,
3: it is. Yeah, Max Brooks has those rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they're the Romero rules, um, but when you throw in something like this, where like they can run, like oh yeah, you're probably shit out of luck. Like you know, in yeah. terms your survival rate will probably just deplete. Um, that was a speaking a of uh, idea.
1: Yeah, speaking of uh, rules, I remember Danny Boyle was called out by zombie fans saying, "You mm-hmm. can't,
3: you can't, do you that. can't
1: have running zombies." And he said, "I'm paraphrasing it, but it, it's it's fiction. You can do whatever the fuck yeah. you want."
2: <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, he's right. Like you, can,
1: <laughs> you literally can just you can make zombies run if you want to. It doesn't I, matter."
2: Yeah, I I do feel like there was a a trend that Dawn of the Dead like crystallized because mm. resident evil, the first movie came out, no two also mm-hmm. uh, 28 days came out in 2002, but was like a, like was small. It was like an indie movie that I think got certain, like it was, it was a hit. I think at certain groups. I wonder what the box office was on that actually, but I feel I- like by the time this came out, Dawn of the dead, it like fully cemented, like, running zombies zombies are bad zombies are bad. it's fucking intense because like yeah he snyder wanted them to run also he was like that adds so much more tension and like horror yeah and uh what's the other thing i was gonna say uh oh yeah and the whole thing he wanted to be super super grounded um just like as realistic basically as as possible um and so I, i kind of feel like yeah like this version of dawn of the dead is like the kind of like
3: Perfect modern zombie movie I guess Definitely I think yeah. I, I don't think it's been matched since I mean there's been like you know I think the only thing that can technically sort of match it, And it's only because it's the show And I know a lot of people don't really gravitate towards the show But it's The Walking Dead like, yeah. Zombies at this point yeah. are kind of irrelevant Because of those two works This movie and The Walking Dead kind of already done Mainly whatever the fuck you know zombie movies do I mean mm. I guess Army of the Dead puts a new spin on it Which is cool um, if he ever expands on the ideas that were in that, I think flick. I think Army of the Dead is real, gen big Gen Z, like
1: energy. Yeah, you know, is is yeah. a really great update for zombies. I think. Yeah, it, it was As a we totally different about approach. on the other podcast, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, just a totally <laughs> different approach yeah. than,
2: uh, you know, what he did in this movie. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if. I think I maybe like him better well, it's in this mode. Like, I, I don't know. Was
1: it that's like the, this is like Dawn of the Dead is to Army of the Dead as Evil Dead is to
2: Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. That's yeah. right. That is what we – yeah, we talked yeah. about that. Well, and that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> even even uh, another example because I, I think these two, the Evil Dead comparison yeah. and the Mad Max movies mm-hmm. are another good one where it's like Miller made Mad Max. That movie is like – a slightly dystopian car chase movie where there's still like green fields of grass and right, shit's yeah. kind of starting to get a little, you know, there's like gas shortages, whatever, ro- like gangs. Yeah. And then the and road then warrior, road warrior is like what you think of when you think Mad Max. Um, I kind of think that's a, yeah, that's kind of a good yeah, example. It, because
1: like, I mean, this Dawn of the Dead is a little bit, it has a tone that's much more serious and it has like, it has a uh, more attempts at characterization. Then army of the dead while well, army of the dead's like let's have a good time mm-hmm. and self aware yeah fuck yeah. everything else like this is just going to be a good
3: yeah a fun
2: action. I think I think, I think yeah. the execution mm. is better in this movie though.
3: Definitely, mm. I think it's I think um it's like
2: a lot better in this movie. Personally. I don't know if it's
3: actually. I mean, that's it could be just Snyder just starting out. I mean, you see hints. Of his eventual aesthetic that like will become you know over the top Snyder stuff, but you do see like the slow mo at some point. I mean, the first slow mo shot that I saw, actually no, no, that's the second slow mo shot. Like the second slow mo shot that's in this movie is the toilet (laughs) going through the window, and I've always Mm. like even just watching it today, I was like, holy shit! I was like, why is that (laughs) toilet sliding in slow motion? It's just so funny.
0: Yeah, Um,
3: but you do see all of that stuff, and I think, but a lot of it, I think, I'm going to go ahead and argue for the a lot of this probably goes to Gunn's script in my opinion Mm. like I think Gunn really knew what he was going for and I think Gunn really had a love for the original movie that he didn't want to replicate like he didn't want to he says that he doesn't want to he didn't want to do the over the top socialist you know um was it called consumerism yeah yeah.
1: political stuff yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: he didn't want to do that because you know I don't think you can which is funny because I think in you know in today's times you can probably have fun with that since like you know I think uh, Society is a little bit more, you know, consumer invested than ever before, but he didn't want to do any of that stuff to touch, you know, like the original themes of Romero's movies. So he just took the premise and just did a new, you know,
0: yeah. Built yeah. a
3: new story off of it. But a lot of, I think what works in this movie is the combination of both like Snyder's uh, aesthetic and, and Gunn's script. Um, you do see, yeah, again, like Snyder's like third act of this movie is all action, kind of like the way most Snyder mm. movies are. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I remember watching this like in eighth grade and just like really loving it and like watching it over and over again, you know, got me into, um, shit. It even got me like into like the music choices and stuff like Richard cheese. And like, I mm. didn't, I don't think I listened to much Johnny Cash before this movie. And I think That's, this,
1: it's so funny that you bring that up. Cause like, again, the comparison to army of the dead. Yeah. Like Richard the, cheese. Yeah. The uh, yeah, the montages. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I was like,
2: oh, is Snyder the master of montage? It's yeah, man, and it's it's the Michael Bay thing too, where it's like these guys come from commercials and 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 kind of telling a quick story, right? Like that's what they're incredibly good at, uh, and they they both do that incredibly well. Like yeah, the the montage in Army of the Dead is maybe the best part of that movie. And I think mm-hmm. the, the kind of middle montage in this movie, which is like, it, it lets it breathe more. It's not as quick as army right, of the dead, right. but it's like probably my favorite sequence. Like, I love that. Like, and here's what they're doing two weeks later at the mall. Like, I, I think it's so fun. And that's a James gun thing too. Probably like, it's a lot of like character stuff of, uh, kind of what they're doing at the mall and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Adam, you had not seen this movie.
1: No, I never, so I've we gotta, we gotta before, fucking yeah. check
2: in with, yeah. How you enjoyed this one.
1: Uh, I mean, I really liked it. I I mean, I've always, I've always meant to see this. It just like, I don't know. I just kind of missed it. Mm -hmm. That's all. Like, it's all, that's all it was. Like, and I decided to see the director's cut because that's how Nolan intended it to be. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and... I don't know how it compares... I mean, do you know how it compares to the uh, original uh, theatrical kind? There's
3: just, like, you know, there's more slow-mo shots. I think, like, maybe, like, the scene where there's a couple of extra slow-motion zombie mm. head explosions and yeah. just a bit... More uh, titties, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, I think that was actually in the, <laughs> oh. the, the theatrical one. But I think it's just, like, it's just little, little things that they just trim down. Because I remember watching mm. the theatrical version and being like, oh, this is almost exactly alike. I mean, I think at the end of the movie... It shows shows the character of Michael Jake Weber's character, um, putting the gun to his neck, and in the theatrical oh, yeah. it just you know it just oh, kind of just cuts away, away from yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah because this time I,
2: I i was i was like I forget I forgot that it showed him do that because I watched the director's cut. I don't think I did the first couple times I'd seen this movie, right? Uh, but I actually I watched the uh, on the DVD I have. It has the director's intro. Uh, Yeah, yeah. and I sent you guys a picture of him. It's a young snacks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, this, his long hair kind of medium (laughs) hair. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, he talks about how it's, it's literally just like a few more gore shots that the MPAA like didn't want in the movie because it was already pushing it. Um, and like a few little character moments and I don't know what those are, but I assume it's maybe some of the stuff in the middle of, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the security guard, like doing the little, um, uh, uh, quiz or whatever, and like the controversial, yeah, yeah. literally like that. Stuff and then like that, yeah.
3: the uh, the scene where like uh, I don't I don't know why. I mean, it's just the sign of the times or something. But like one character is telling him how he's gay. Or oh something. yeah, that's so strange. <clears <clears <throat> that, that, that was that actually scene cut. was very strange, though. That is not, I think, in the the. Uh, I don't think that's in the theatrical cut. Maybe I haven't seen well, the, the theatrical cut in a while. But the like two
1: thousands yeah. were big on like. We'll have yeah. the gay character be like the comedic, like yeah, character.
3: dude. That that
2: yeah, that really lasted until very
1: recently. Yeah. Like
3: we're until Amy and I recently. are watching
2: through Frasier and some mm-hmm. of the shit that happens in that show. We're like, when did this one come out? Like fucking two thousand one. All right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I forgot about that too. Um, But yeah, I mean, what he was saying is just like some gore, some little character stuff. Um, But I think it's like kind of minor things. Like I think mm-hmm. the movie is pretty tight in its theatrical mm-hmm. yeah, form. Yeah.
3: It's almost exactly the exact same, except... exact Yeah. Zach? Zach. Zach same. same.
2: Yeah. I mean, a little different than the uh, you know the more recent Snyder Cuts, where they uh, kind of hack his creations to death a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't trust
1: anything that's not Snyder Cut approved now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it Every has thing. to have that, that certification on it, like Snyder Cut. It's going to have yeah. the,
2: the sticker on, yeah. on, on all of his future movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I saw... So, I saw this, I think... This was like in a sweet spot for me of, or like a Goldilocks zone of like, I was just getting close to like going into high school and my parents were starting to kind of like loosen up the kind of like, you can't watch any rated R Mm. fucking movies like we've talked about. Uh, But even still, I don't think I could watch this one. So I remember watching this at, I have such a specific memory of this one, watching it at my friend Jimmy's house down the street. In his like theater room. Mm. Whoa. Uh, And he had like a theater room in the front of his house. It always smelled like cigarettes because his parents smoked in the house. (laughs) It was one of those fucking houses. Uh, And yeah, and it was like, it was like I was staying over there. It was fucking like super late. And I was just, I just had the fucking best time. And I feel like that like nostalgia Mm. factor probably does factor into why I still think this is his best movie. But how's your, how's your buddy Jimmy doing? Jimmy is doing. Fine. I I don't really know. I haven't checked in with Jimmy in a long time, but he was my best friend. Well, she's listening to every single like yeah. episode of Director Showdown. He's gonna like email me and, <laughs> and be like, like uh, <laughs> "I'm not doing fine. Yeah. Uh, how the fuck are you, bud? Yeah. Uh, you don't check in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know all.
1: I've listened to all your episodes, and you just you don't care anymore, dude. Yeah. Why would you stop the Dennis
2: bit after season three? Why didn't <laughs> you bring oh, that my back? God. Uh,
1: Where's Ken? We haven't heard from Ken, Ken? in a long what time. What was the
2: bit about the producer you guys had for one episode and then dropped? Uh yeah, yeah. he's like a diehard fan. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you even knew what I was referencing. He's him. like the No, I did, I did not know. Um uh, he's a moderator on our subreddit. Like
1: Yeah, that we don't even like know <laughs> like exists. Dir- like
2: six people are on.
1: R slash director showdown.
2: <laughs> uh Jimmy Eats director showdown.
1: That's like a, <laughs> uh
2: but yeah, I mean this this one was like an early um, I feel like, uh, yeah, because I, I would have been a little too young when 28 days came out. So I think after this, I was like, yeah, zombie movies are pretty fucking great. And then it was, uh, 28 days later. And see, I was, that's, that's so yeah. funny. Cause like, I didn't see it with
1: Donna dead, but I saw it 28 yeah. days later mm-hmm. with my mom and she really liked it. Yeah. So I have more of a connection with 28 days later. Yeah. You
2: know, that makes day, sense. So. The, the mm-hmm. boil. Mm. Zombie movies, um, yeah, those those are so fucking stylized, man. Like mm. my my uh, Michael Boyle, uh, Danny Boyle is like such a oh, stylish Danny guy. Boyle. <laughs> Danny Boyle and uh, and Snyder maybe would have been a good pairing, but I mean, and Snyder sorry. in another now.
1: Danny Boyle, has, you know how many fucking movies I got? Yeah. Has? He has too many. Yeah, he's yeah. like, it's insane how many
3: movies he has. It's really crazy. I think he only doubt da- I mean I think Twenty Eight Days Later would be the only like crazy I mean not I'm not this isn't a uh, uh no like a dig ahead. at Danny Boyle for but sure, like
0: yeah.
3: I think Danny Boyle plays it like he kind of is more in the dramatic sense other than Twenty Eight Days Later, which is also a drama movie at, mm. at its core too. Oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah. it's the only I think horror movie in his
1: catalogue?
0: Yeah. No, into- uh, yeah
3: there was also that psychological horror one. Oh
1: yesterday?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one where uh, like, the Beatles are gone. It's, that it's movie so was not good. You're it was just like, like, I
1: heard it was bad. You're just like screaming throughout the whole booth.
3: Yeah,
2: what? just like having a fucking meltdown. Well, he, he did The Beach too, which I heard was kind of bad, but he did that Alex one. Garland
3: wrote it. Yeah, I Alex think. Garland wrote I weird. think he wrote the book. He, he wrote yeah. it that?
1: I never saw
2: it. I never saw it either, but yeah. it's an early Leo. Um, yeah. He has 15 huh. movies. I mean, that's like a decent. I mean, that is he, a lot.
1: He did that one with um, what's her name?
2: and uh magneto
1: yeah, I why why can't i think of this? Uh, name uh, uh, uh wait what magneto. steve jobs Mag- oh, oh steve james. jobs no uh what? What? james wrong. mcavoy wrong,
3: Ma- wrong magneto <laughs> oh trance oh fucking non- that's magneto. like the one yeah, i trans. never saw trance trance oh yeah i've never is, seen that one is so. weird Yeah. You
2: guys should watch that because it's fucking.
3: British psychological
2: thriller. Yeah, maybe I'll check that one out. I've seen like most, except for like millions. I don't know how much I liked. I haven't seen Shower Shower Grave, Shallow Grave. Never saw that one. Never seen Shallow Grave. It's his first one. Um, Have you seen Slumdog Millionaire?
3: to be a millionaire i'll that's never forget how that guy's yeah. that guy's that's so good, good. That i remember adoring that movie's great that, I, I like when that it movie when it came out i don't yeah. actually i haven't seen it since actually but i remember i just feel it. so
1: uninterested in watching that movie again
3: though uh i, I mean i can't say that I, i've had an itch to watch it again but i remember just yeah. loving it when it came out like
1: mm. yeah it was just a feel-good movie that's yeah.
3: all
1: you're just like yeah he he gets the you know he gets the money so he can have sex with the girl. I mean he gave us
3: <laughs> Dev Patel and everybody who was in that cast which is like pretty some, cool. Some yeah. dog
1: millionaire is is was the uh the origin story to Dev Patel's
2: crying career. Yeah, this is a whole <laughs> bit with Adam where <laughs> where you don't like know the thing John? with Dev is that Dev cries a lot and I feel like, like the the <laughs> Oscar season for that recent movie he had Lion was yeah, like a big yeah. reason why because every shot of him is he's crying.
1: Well, he fucking cried in uh,
2: what's the name of that movie? Well, now is. we got to take a dev crying uh, dev cry real quick here. Do
3: you think he will cry during the green night? I don't think he might. I don't think I'm willing cry.
1: to bet money on it just because that's wow. his mo. Okay, that's his mo. He's gonna, he, he's gonna have at least one tear, if anything, <laughs> a right? single. That's it. A single night's tear. Yeah, he cried in uh, that terrible Neil Bloomkamp movie, um,
2: Chappie. Oh, I forgot about that. I was just going to say because I pulled up his filmography here. Yeah, Uh, we're doing a a a deep dive with Dev. Deep dive with (laughs) Dev. I love that. Triple triple the Alex Garland uh, series, but uh, (laughs) no, (laughs) yeah,
3: I did not know he was in Chappie. What the fuck? I've yeah. never seen Chappie. I don't it think I've ever seen a Neil I will Camp. never watch Chappie. I've, I've only have... seen two Neil Blancat movies. And I didn't hate Elysium. I actually kinda liked it. Elysium um, yeah. is fine. I like, I like, love like okay. District Nine though. Yeah. That's about
1: Neil, it. Neil, all right. Yeah. Cause it's like cause <laughs> I love District Nine so much. And I was like, all right, yeah. I'm ready for Elysium. And then I watch, I'm like, oh. Okay.
2: Very on the okay. nose and like yeah. heavy handed in a way that, uh, but I was like, I was,
1: I was like, I'm willing to excuse this and see how Chappie works out. Man, and then them. Chappie did boy. not work out. Well, you he know, there's a-, a scene with die Artwood that. You mean every scene, uh, that <laughs> they hooked up a bunch of PS4s together to create a supercomputer.
2: <laughs> Whoa, boy. Yeah, Never going to watch Chappie. Shit. Uh, what was I looking at just now? Speaking of consumerism. Oh, yeah. he's in... Adam, how did we not know this? What? He's in... Best Mary Gold Hotel. How do you know these? You're not looking at anything. Because... In our, our, the second. our Dame Judy's our in
1: Dame Our girl, Dame <laughs> Judy God damn it. Dench. We're going to have to get Dame Judy Dench in here. We're going to have to get Ken Branagh in here. And we'll have a delightful time.
2: We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have to get Ken in. You know what I feel really fucking stupid about, and Amy would be pissed if I didn't correct myself now? Uh, he got his start on Skins. Did y'all ever watch Skins? I've never seen it. I mean, I've apparently a lot of people have played. Like, uh, their It's Star-O-Match, really right? good. It's like a very adult, dark, but really funny, like British show about teens. Mm. And so many fucking uh, actors got their, their start on Skins. Like... Um, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, uh, who's who's in Skins? Who's I do know, a lot, a lot me of people. the Saturday Night Live of, of, of Britain. Kind of, yeah. I, the way they're breaking Skins down on Wikipedia is not helping me at all. But um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Uh, but he's yeah, he's great on Skins. Um, love Dev. Hope Green Knight is good. It looks sick. It looks
3: yeah, it really looks cool. really good. Yeah. Um, comes out next month, I think. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully he has as
1: much gore as Dawn of the Dead does. That would be
2: cool i'm not expecting that
1: much <laughs> you don't think so maybe we'll
2: see it yeah. looks kind of brutal it does look kind of brutal yeah which is what i want so um yeah dawn of the dead i'm trying to think i'm, tr- I'm jumping back through the layers of what we were talking about um i mean you, it, it's fine you can just start anywhere with uh
1: with dawn of the dead
2: yeah uh so right about that running zombies Running zombies, uh, zombie movies of the era. Yeah, I mean this this was a uh, this was a, a big one for me, and uh, I think really did set a bar for Snyder with me for yeah. like future movies where I was I was always excited. Like in I saw you know I think I was working at the theater when Three Hundred came out. Right. Um. The the amount of like bits and pieces of that movie I've seen because I would always walk into it and just, like, hold my fucking sweeper and just, like, watch part of 300.
1: Did you pretend um, like your sweeper was a spear and you're part of King Leonidas' <sighs> army? I did. I was a fucking idiot.
2: Um, Spotted <laughs> what is your profession? You'd yell, just, you know. <laughs> what is your profession? <laughs> <laughs> Are you not entertained? That famous quote. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, no, it... Uh, yeah, and I saw that one and I was like, oh, man, this guy is... He, like, he's getting, like, he has, like, a visual style. He makes, like, beautiful movies now. Mm-hmm. And then he went over to DC World. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Bow. And I was like, all right, Zach. I'll uh,
3: I'll revisit you in a few years, and we'll see what's going on. For a while, it uh, seemed like, yeah. Like- yeah. And, <clears throat> you know. I'm not even a big fan of his Watchmen movie, but that's a different podcast, I feel like. like-
2: you and I and Derek and Christian went and saw that one. I remember yeah. that was a
3: big deal, and I we liked it. I love, yeah, I yeah. love Watchmen. I, I think like, it's I like to watch. Yeah. I haven't seen it maybe since then. It's, so uh, I've seen it a few times. I think it's a good, um, yeah. it's a good movie. I just I feel like I usually take it separately than what the actual book is. I feel like you have. That's to. That's what you have to. Yeah. do. yeah. If you um, do
1: not, then you're going to be one of those religious. Uh, I I
3: know, just think he, well, I just camp. think the yeah. weird thing is it's still not an adaptation to me. It's more of a translation. As opposed Mm. to an adaptation,
0: because
3: it's so close, it's like very, very close to the graphic novel. But the, I don't know. To me, the idea is kind of wrong. Like I feel like the he misinterpreted some things and then kind of put brought those to the surface, like the action and all that stuff. I don't think. (laughs) Hey, look at the New
1: Testament. Am I right?
3: He brought that to the like to the surface, which is fine visually. Like it makes it a cool action movie. But um, I don't. I think the. It wasn't until, like, I guess that, like, because that was all that we had cinematically when it came to Watchmen until we got the Lindelof show, which was like, oh, shit, like, this guy gets it, like, for real, for real, like, in this case. like
2: I think, yeah, I think, yeah, that's the reason I I am not super interested to revisit it. I mean, we will, and I'm super curious what I'm going to think watching it now, especially after that Mm -hmm. show, but uh, of just, like, because I do remember it being, like, a straight-up translation, too, and I feel like you can critique it that way like he didn't add too much to the i don't know that that'll that'll be an interesting talk i think Mm. eric's gonna be on for that one Mm. but um yeah uh dawn of the dead is a movie obviously what we're talking (laughs) about uh no just i i fucking love the whole cold open to this
3: movie yes Um, it's probably the best part of the movie like you know it's Ten, the first 10 minutes
2: it's a is, great it's fucking it's excellent pure horror. it grabs oh god it grabs your attention so well and it's that very like uh again like i keep referencing it but the post 9-11 just chaos of like yeah, what yeah. the fuck is happening this is mm. insane like people are running around bleeding and it's it's madness um but yeah i just think it's so well done where like you have her at the at the hospital, and it's and we should say it's Sarah Pauli, who's an actress
3: and filmmaker
2: and a director. She's Super, directed like yeah. a few things. She directed uh, the Seth Rogen movie, um,
3: uh, "Take This Waltz." Yeah, she's she's um, a pretty prolific in terms of like she's done the a lot indie, more. I think, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, which is like pretty pretty awesome. Um, those first ten minutes, though, I think I remember watching it on USA. Like they, like they oh, released man. the first 10 minutes on USA, like the channel yeah. USA back in the day. Oh shit. And like, like out on its own, on its own. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being like utterly just terrified. Cause I was like, this is fucking scary. I mean, a zombie movies weren't like, again, like a, you weren't a used to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You weren't used to them like the way you are now. So like, mm. and then even then like a running one is like, whoa. Mm. Cause like, I think, I think I've said this in our, uh, revenge of the sequel, dawn of the dead episode, like the, the Romero version, like, the concept of a dead body that doesn't die, like, trying to eat you is kind of like, you know, it's a B-movie trope, but, like, it's kind of fucking terrifying when you think about it. Like, you know, it just doesn't want to, you know, you can't put it down until you, I mean, until the characters find out you shoot it in the head and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but having that, like, just run at you, like, you know, like having, you know, someone, you and know. And just, like,
1: one little nip could just, like. Yeah. Yeah be done, with you, you're you just done.
3: Yeah, and then I think the, the opening yeah. Yeah. 10 minutes of this like really does the chaos well like where it's like her husband who like gets bitten and then she's like, you know, she has some actual like moments of she's getting sad and she's, at one point she says, I don't know what to do and then the husband comes back as a zombie and tries to kill her which is like mm. pretty freaking terrifying.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: uh, yeah, and then just like the way the chaos is, like I don't think they've showed any type of like, I, don't, I think it's unmatched in terms of like how zombie carnage is portrayed now like i think i think fear the walking dead i watched the first season of that kind of comes a little close to how society reacts but even i guess going into like the credits of this movie which is like you know made up of news reels, and most of that footage is actually kind of real like um like most mm-hmm. of that footage is actual mm-hmm. like events stock, that happen yeah stock yeah, yeah stock footage um yeah it's just it's, it's it's brilliant like i think that that's like pure horror i think that actually matches up to what romero did in night of the living dead back in the day Mm. um the rest of the movie's cool too but like i think that those first opening 10 minutes it just kind of grab you and you're just like holy shit and you're on for the ride after that
1: yeah where she just uh she calls 911 Mm -hmm. nothing's like nothing's working Nothing's working and then she gets in her car and there's that it's not like he's still chasing her while he's while she's
3: in the car that was Pretty freaky, yeah. That dash, and he, dash and the, cam, the yeah. He, he just literally like runs off because yeah. he sees another person. Like that's that was pretty cool. Imagine yeah. that, like just being outside and seeing that, and then um, and that was your husband. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. I think also like the scariest scene of that opening ten minutes is when she peeks into the bus mm-hmm. and she sees like a lady trying to fight off two zombies and she can't. Yeah. And like I was like, whoa, that's like pretty. Even like watching it recently for this podcast, I was like, damn, that part still works. Like that's pretty. It's pretty mm-hmm. scary stuff. So, like, yeah, and then yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, I'll probably go ahead and say that, yeah, that's probably, like, the best, the best, like, I think, um, part of this movie is the opening 10 minutes. I mean, the whole movie's pretty great as, on its yeah. own, too. But I think its most effective is literally the opening.
2: I, yeah, I mean, with uh, Bay, we also talked about, and it goes back to them being commercial directors, like, those little snippets that tell a smaller story within a bigger story. Right. I think Snyder and Bay really excel uh, at doing that. And I forgot, I forgot which part, no, in the rock it's, uh, it's setting up Nick cage's uh, disarming of the bomb. Like that whole little, like uh, quick, yeah. insane, super tense thing. And it's like, that's something that you kind of notice with these commercial directors is like, uh, even just like not thinking about the bigger picture, how good, bad it is. Like there are always these little like scenes essentially where they t- completely fucking nail it. And I think it takes a great one, like uh, you know, I think Snyder in this movie and like somebody like Fincher who comes from commercials who like knows how to kind of like adapt the commercial style, you know, and slow down and pace things out. Um, that's definitely not Snyder and Bay's vibe, but uh, you know, it's that's fine. It's like they're just they're they're interested in kind of different things, but um, yeah, I think that that opening is so good, and it reminds me of like why I love huh. Uh, it's just on the screen
1: right now uh, The truck backing into the mall And just like Just hitting a bunch of zombies on the
2: Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's like Some me. early uh, yeah. yeah like early 2000s visual effects Of uh, mm. Still like most of it practical though Which I love And kind of
1: That's what me Snyder out.
2: wanted He wanted yeah. as much um, Practical stuff as As possible Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess Army of the Dead Had a lot of practical But I, sort of. there was a lot of
3: CG There's In that CG. movie Yeah Yeah um, the BP, the, the truck on this scene that we were talking about right now is, um, is actually a reference to Dawn of the Dead because BP trucking yeah. is the, the trucks that they use in the original Dawn of the Dead to block off the mall. So that's an that's a old OG Dawn of the Dead reference.
0: Nice. Yeah, and then cool. there's
3: some cast stuff. There's some of, cast uh, stuff. That's the, the more on-the-nose references. But the other ones, I think, in the, we were talking about the opening 10 minutes. I think at one point a helicopter flies by the screen. That's the helicopter from the original Dawn of the Dead that they used to escape to the mall which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. They,
2: like, really shine a light on that helicopter. Wait, the one that flies over the roof? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You're talking about, like, at the very beginning. At the very beginning where, like, yeah. I think
3: she's driving down the road. and then oh, that scene is fucking so good. Yeah, and, like, yeah. there's a helicopter that comes in the scene, which is the original, I think they called it the G-O-N traffic copter from Dawn of the Dead, um, mm. the 78 Dawn of the Dead. Um, yeah, that's the exact same helicopter from that. And then um, Galen Ross, which we're watching right now, Galen Ross is a store a lingerie store in this movie. You see that one of the characters dresses up in lingerie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Galen Ross is actually the actress who played Fran, the female lead, in uh, Dawn of the Dead, 1978. They couldn't get her. She didn't want to do this movie because George Romero wasn't involved. So, mm. um, But they got the rest of the cast. They got Ken Foray. They got Scott Reininger. They didn't get. Who's the main um, guy
2: who plays the cop who like says shoot her in the head? She's a twitcher. Uh,
3: That's Tom, like Savini. A, Tom Savini. Tom Savini, yeah, Savini. Yeah. The makeup. He's the
2: villain, right? In the original.
3: He's the original. Yeah. The okay. villain in the original Dawn of the Dead. Um, but he's there too. Scott Reiniger, and then Ken Foray is the dude who says the tagline from the original movie, which is the tagline here. That when there's no more room in hell, um, the dead will walk the earth. He says That's that on great. the. TV. It's a great.
1: It's a great line. It's a great yeah. line, and yeah. it's a
3: creepy. I think the way that the this movie sets up that line is still as creepy as it was in the original, because the original one. It's pretty creepy too. Um, but that's he's the cool thing is like it's the same actor who says it in both movies. So like I guess that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that um, is cool. Scott Reiniger plays an uh, I think an army colonel or something on TV who says like, you know, search and rescue teams are gonna find you. And he's the other um he was he was the other guy in, in Dawn of the Dead, the original one. I think they're missing David Emge who David Emge, uh an actor from the original one that wasn't in it. Like Galen Ross, like they're the only two that just kinda of bowed <sighs> out because Romero wasn't a part of it like they're like yeah. if it's not an official Romero thing we don't want to they're I all gotcha. like Pittsburgh actors I guess <laughs> like, like yeah so they don't want to like kind of do it like because he wasn't involved in stuff, which See, is understandable.
2: This is why you're on this episode, John. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're uh, dropping uh, Galen Ross and, uh, and, and you're name dropping name all the, dropping all stuff. Yeah, a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah, I've <laughs> not heard those names before, except for Savini. Savini's kind of like a, a genre, a big genre guy.
3: Yeah, he, he trained, because um, he was Romero's original makeup artist for his movies. And he his protege was Greg Nicotero, who... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nicotero does Don everything for everyone mm. now. Like, yeah, you know, he's he does, all over the place. yeah he, um, And yeah, that's where um, that's where that... Nicotero's, I think, first role as an assistant was on Day of the Dead, which, you know, is, a, mm-hmm. is the third Romero movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, yeah so still That
3: familiar. one's still, for
2: me, my favorite zombie movie. That one's just yeah. a little too
3: dark. It's not as playful as Dawn for me. Like, I think
2: Dawn... It's, yeah, pretty dark, yeah.
3: And it's not as epic as Dawn. Dawn of the Dead feels like Big. I mean, yeah, when you watch it nowadays, I think the the consumerism satire is a little on the nose. Um, Mm. But like, I don't know, like it's so playful in the way like they kind of like just the way they play with the zombies too because they kind of realize that they're really slow and so they just like, you know, walk past them or like, you know, just mess around with them. It hasn't been really done since. Like they kind of, it's almost like a self-parody in a way. Like it's... Hey,
2: Day of the Dead has Bub, I will remind you, who is uh, their pet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Zombie. Hey, yeah, Bub, Bub, Bub yeah. rules. They teach yeah. him how to shoot a gun. He kills a guy. He kills like, a guy, yeah. I don't <laughs> know, that, that one, I think, just took me by surprise because Adam and I just like watched that randomly over here one night. Yeah. And we were just like it's good. We were like, enjoying it. We were just like, yeah. holy shit, this movie kicks ass. Yeah. And
3: it's the goriest one, I feel like. I mean, I, even over yeah. a Land of the yeah. Dead, Land of the Dead, which was a 05 entry to – I think that's. I think, this movie got yeah. – Don the Don remake uh-huh. got Romero his – latest and last studio movie which was land of the dead universal yeah, yeah funded land of the dead i remember not loving that one i watched that one because i
2: think i thought it was related or i realized i think that like oh the original guy's coming back and i checked that one out and i don't remember like anything except dennis hopper is in like a skyscraper yeah and- <laughs> yeah
3: it's actually a sequel to his other what movies was he Bowser.
2: He was Bowser. Oh, God. I, that'd be incredible. <laughs> he
3: um, It's a sequel to Day, because, mm-hmm. like, you know, Day has Bub, right? And he's like, kind of like a smart zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the land of the day is nothing but smart zombies. Oh, that's so, like, right. Yeah.
2: They're like, yeah, they're tribal. They're like grouped yeah, together. Yeah. And I forgot about well, that. What yeah. was the one? He wanted
1: to make one where they race car drivers or something, right? Uh, something. I don't he know. He wrote a script. Oh, like, George Romero wrote a script and he never got to film it, but they were driving cars. I think it might have been the original day. Did you didn't hear about this? No. It might have been the original funny. day. It was cold, It was like they were on an island or something.
3: Oh, Survival of the Dead. Survival of the That day. He made that. It's bad. Like I and is
1: it do they drive cars? They ride horses. Oh. Holy shit. I so know it, there's something yeah. that about driving cars and they race. Yeah. There's something like that.
3: It's really funny that we're like yeah. talking about zombies like this, though, because yeah. Snyder kind of took that idea and ran with it for Army of the Dead. That's what of,
1: that's like, what I wanted to bring up. Yeah. yeah. Cuz he's like, let's add sure. some more shit to to the the zombie rule set and yeah. possibly make them aliens? Yeah. Or yeah, It robots? very much yeah. felt
2: Yeah, with Army of the Dead very much felt like a evolution of 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 uh Romero's, Romero's yeah. later yeah, stuff, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um Instead of being related to the ground like that movie's not grounded at all. Definitely not. Um and yeah, I we're talking zombie movies, John. Is this <laughs> or is the original
3: Dawn your favorite zombie movie? It's the best zombie movie I feel like ever made. Okay. Like it's just it's mm. uh at least that's obviously this is my opinion. But like I think it's yeah. like, you know, it's also like I don't know, it's it's so epic. I mean, you get we're talking this Dawn, and this Dawn has like shit, I you can't count all of the characters on one hand. Um, the original zombie mo- or Dawn of the Dead has four characters, so you really feel for one of them whenever one goes. Um, yeah, it's a longer movie. I feel like the original one is kind of like that's why I say it's like it's epic because it really just follows these four characters and they're like you know the how their sanity kind of just is affected over the course of like months. I think this one just only takes place over the course of a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Two hours twenty minutes. The original Dawn. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Which is like you know the, the length of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, and if you. I think, I think. Yeah. Um, but the original Dawn, yeah, is my favorite zombie movie and one of my favorite just movies in general. It got me into, I think, after watching that movie, you watched it over and over again and then got me into actual filmmaking. Like, you know, it just, that and Clerks, you know, Kevin Smith's Clerks, but that's a different mm-hmm. story. But um, well it's also because you just see how the person made it. You're just like, whoa. And then when you hear the story of like what Romero did with that one, he's like, oh, he just got his friends together. Like, he literally called yeah someone that he knew, made him production manager, and then someone that he, uh, you know, he knew a cameraman because he worked at a, uh, like a commercial studio there at, uh, in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And then he knew the person who ran the mall, like, you know, malls weren't a big thing back then too. <laughs> so he was like, yeah. Hey, can I use your mall? He's like, yeah, just, you know, well, uh, you know, just, you know, lock up when you're done. And then like, you know, just like have everything cleaned up before it opens in the morning. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. Super cool. And, and then that one's just awesome. He just got like people to show up in costume to like shoot it, he shoot, shot it. Nights, so like yeah like that that's a freaking great movie um and this one kind of comes I mean it's better than most remakes I would say like the Night of the Living Dead remake I still have like a soft spot for that one because that one I think is like really a little bit more faithful to the story but this one is a really good like I don't know it's a really good attempt at a new Version. I think they used like the terms reimagining as opposed to like remakes.
2: Yeah, back that's in the day. A better I term. think that's probably the best yeah. way to do things, right? Like, well, and I it's funny because so. yeah, uh, they talk about um, Gunn and Snyder talked about how they talked about uh, fuck. So the thing was one of the their references, and I could totally see that on this one, yeah. like the paranoia, the fear, um, and even in the sense of like the thing is not the thing from another world. It's like, it's inspired by it, but it's a totally different thing. And the other one I think was, uh, invasion of the body snatchers, Mm -hmm. um, where, uh, it's, it's influenced by and inspired by it, but it's kind of a different take. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's like the best route. Cause I don't know. It's like when you try to, if you're too beholden to something, then it's not going to be, interesting right well, like i don't know that's, yeah. that's
1: how i feel about like if you were to do dawn of the dead today it wouldn't hit because no one goes to malls anymore no nope. malls are dead <laughs> it'd be weird now it'd yeah. be weird now you know it's like they are artifacts of their like respective times that's why i think army of the dead is good because it respects that idea of like let's do something like that's Relevant today's
2: times, as opposed to trying to you know copy something that's already been done.
3: Right. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. And, and Adam, your favorite zombie movie would probably be Twenty Eight Days, right? Or, uh,
3: or I mean, maybe. Or? I was trying to think what other zombie movies are out there. Oh man, I think there's a lot of zombie-related material. I don't know if like I've actually not seen a whole lot of zombie movies because like the Romero ones are it. Like it's almost like you can't match that. Like you can get other I just, stuff. Like, Dawn and Army. And, I'm um,
1: such a huge fan of the graphic novels of The Walking Dead. The that's, Walking it, Dead. It, it's hard for me to, like, think of anything that's better than that. Yeah. You know?
3: I, I hear that. I think I would argue that Kirkman's Walking Dead show makes any other zombie stuff, like, kind of irrelevant, in a way. The first season. Of, well, just the whole... I mean, because, I mean, yeah, the first season definitely is, like, mm-hmm. the best, but... I think because it's run, out, run on this long it's it's kind of run the concept into the ground.
2: Oh, at yeah, this point. Sure. Like I if- think
3: oh boy, yeah, this this could be a whole long discussion. I think like
2: if that show if they kept Darabont on The Walking Dead, I think zombies could have been Yeah, I mean it it could I don't think it would have been run into the ground quite the same way because I think he probably would have ended it at some point instead of just like Let's keep cash and checks and fucking. Well, well uh,
1: Kirkman he just said the sh- it'll end when Rick dies. That's it.
3: Yeah, and they did end yeah. the the book comics, right? Yeah, with mm-hmm. Rick died. I think the, oh, the issue before it mm-hmm. before it ended. That sounds it, right. Yeah, and then it flash like forwards to Carl being like a like the ruler of this new America or something like that, like the president or something. <laughs> something. Jesus, that's it's funny. a Coral. Feel like I should catch up on those comics, but, but those um, I
1: got really tired of them after a while. I, I <laughs> yeah.
2: stopped. I think around, I was Glenn, like Glenn when Glenn died because yeah, I, I was Glenn, so fucking yeah. mad, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck, man!" There's like,
3: something about you- the comics though that kind of like the shock horror is uh, yeah, is more effective in like a black and white comic more so than it is on a show, I guess, or like you know in a live action. Well, medium. it's yeah.
1: the uh, it's it's the strength of the of the medium. Yeah, the medium definitely mm, because of how you're as a as a reader you go at your own pace and you see a still image of someone getting their brains blown to pieces mm-hmm. and you and you can you you're going to stare at that for way longer than you would see on like a film. That's or a, yeah. So you're going that's why I'm, it's the same with like manga. Like horror manga is always like Significantly scarier Because mm-hmm. like you see The still image Like any You guys so you, are any Your re-
2: brain Like just runs wild Yeah What you're given Yeah Spiral so, Like, Have like, you seen um, Genji Ito shit Yeah, yeah, yeah Ito like, stuff ito, yeah. Like
1: that shit Fucking It's terrifying
2: Yeah that, I was yeah, yeah I was gonna say Even Kirkman's uh Have you watched Invincible? I've John? seen
3: one episode of Invincible
2: Invincible is a show That it's a little messy in the middle, but, and so fucking strong. And like, I haven't felt as fucking like, I don't know, man. Just like, uh, some of those walking dead comics just leave you feeling so bummed out. And so just like, mm. this is the darkest shit I've ever read. And that invincible show, I think captures that because it's animated. Right. And I think if, if they, and they want to do some like live action shit, I don't think it would work the same way. Because I think the show looks like the comic Invincible, and uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it works better because it's closer to the original medium than say trying to turn The Walking Dead into like this big long show. Mm-hmm. I think, but um, yeah, I did pull up some zombie movies here. Got Day of the Dead. You got hey, you got Zombie Land. Hey. Who well, could forget World like War Z. Shaun just of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Dead. A good one. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, have you guys seen Train to Busan? Yes. That movie kicks ass.
3: That movie rocks. I, I, that I will so say good.
2: I'm not a fan. No, you didn't like that one. The only mm-hmm.
1: reason is because they had a rule about they can't see in the darkness, right? Wasn't that one of the rules? That like, sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, like if it was dark, the zombies can't get you. And I just couldn't get out of my head the whole time. Yeah. It bothered me so much. That rule bothered bothered me so much that like I couldn't stand the film because I was just like, just wait until it's nighttime. You can literally go anywhere. Don't do you anything want.
2: in the daytime. Yeah, yeah, I could see I could see and that just kind like, of breaking. It it was such a big
1: like don't make that kind of rule if it's gonna be so easy to break like that, you know?
2: That makes sense, yeah, yeah. I There's a lot of trash here. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but uh, Planet
3: Terror, I think, is a good one. Planet Ooh, Terror yeah, is a great. Planet Terror is fun. Is great. It's pretty yeah. awesome. It's fun. It's, uh, it's yeah. more parody than, like, mm-hmm. actual serious movie, but it's, yeah. that doesn't make it, you know, any less fun. Did y'all ever see Carriers with Chris Pine? I've never seen Carriers. That was before. No, I remember thinking that was really pretty good. That was actually, I think that was filmed before his star trek days and then released afterwards yeah and so they, they like they put it, it on they, a
2: shelf until yeah it came out yeah. 2009 the year of star trek yeah and they filmed it like 06 or 07 yeah, yeah or something
3: um zombie uh, is a pretty good one too i think Zombieland land and i will make the case that zombieland 2 is not bad either like <laughs> as much of a lesser movie as that one is compared to the first one that second one that came out like a couple of years ago is actually pretty fun i'm kind of interested in watching that one
2: Like, when it came out, I was like, I really liked the first one. The first one was
3: a lot of fun. Uh, There's definitely a hollowness to Zombieland 2 that, you know, that wasn't there. Only because, like, I guess at this point it is played out. And I think they mentioned it in the movie. Like, there's a lot of, you know, (laughs) choices for zombie entertainment. So thanks for choosing us again. That Yeah, you would have to make that joke at this point, I feel. But you can tell, like, all the actors are kind of having fun. Like, even Emma Stone, who was just fresh off of her win for Mm -hmm. La La Land, like, you can tell she's actually having a yeah, lot of Yeah, she fun, she like she era. could have
1: just been like, I'm not coming back for this. She yeah, exactly. Could, yeah, yeah. She she could've just totally opted out, you
3: know. But um, um yeah. I think the Return of the Living Dead, I think you're you're gonna go down some more zombie movies, but Return of the Living Dead, I don't know if you guys seen that from a um Dan O'Bannon, you know, who uh The Alien guy? The alien script writer, yeah. He he wrote the script for uh Return of the Living Dead. Hmm. Um, that's actually a fun '80s romp. Which, if you guys ever I don't get know the if chance, I knew about that one. to watch it, Return of the Living Dead is actually it's it's an interesting story because when Romero did Night of the Living Dead, it was him and a team team of people, and I think um, something had happened. They had a falling out basically, and so most of those people didn't return for Dawn. That was all Romero, really. Um, mm. And it wasn't until the people who, when the '80s came around, the second. Half of like of Romero's team from Night of the Living Dead made Return of the Living Dead. Like I think John Russo, which is the either co-director or the co-writer of the first Night of the Living Dead movie, he made Return of the Living Dead. And so that one's kind of like a pseudo sequel to Night. Oh,
2: I see. Um, so but it's like w- a Metallica mega death situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Dave Mustaine of zombie uh, movies.
3: They all come back actually. Like all of those people meet and kiss and make up for the Night of the Living Dead remake, which was directed by Savini in the '90s. They all, like, it all kind of culminates oh. into that movie. But um Return of the Living Dead is fun because, like, it's, that's where you get the uh brains. Like, people are like, brains when it comes to zombies. Oh, okay, okay. That yeah. movie introduces that because all they do is just literally chomp on heads. And then they say, <laughs> they talk. Yeah, they say brains. And then they, like, you know, they come out I of, like, I didn't know where brains. that
2: came from. I, yeah. That's I a fun one. You some, should
3: definitely yeah. watch that. It's pretty cool.
2: Um Yeah, a lot of this, I mean, there's all the Resident Evils, which I, I saw the, the first one and I'm just not interested in. The
3: first Resident Evil movie is a pretty cool horror movie. Yeah, I will say like, that because that
2: one's about. a little bit more
1: grounded from what I recall. Right? Like, it's,
3: yeah, it's yeah. still over the top. I think Paul yeah. W S Anderson. I'm still a fan because of Event Horizon. Event Horizon just rocks He's, as a movie.
1: He, yeah, you just keep holding on to that to that yeah. flagship. Yeah,
3: I mean it's. I mean, oh, I don't know what else to hold on whenever it comes to <laughs> him. Like, I,
2: know,
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like whatever
2: race three thousand was fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that was I think okay. Any time we bring up. Paul W. S. Anderson, it's always
2: like Event
3: horizon. Yeah.
2: That was pretty good, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's very
1: true.
3: Uh, I mean District time. 9 for Bone Camp. Like that's why. Yeah, hey. Dawn of the Dead for Snyder. Dawn of the Dead I for Snyder in this case. Yeah, definitely. Like,
2: that's that's too mean to to Snyder, I think. Uh mm. yeah, we should get into stuff from this movie. Uh mm. uh outside of that intro, I love the like cut to I think it's like one of Snyder's all time best uh not mic drops, uh fucking what do you call it? Um just like music cues. Needle drops. I think drops. it's so... Needle, needle drops. drops. Yep. Um, it's so good. Like the cut to uh, Johnny Cash's... Um, the Man Comes Around. The Man Comes Around. It's so fucking good.
3: Yeah, Kyle Cooper uh, did the titles for that. Um, so if you don't know who Kyle Cooper is, uh, oh, yeah, uh, I think, Adam, you may be familiar with his work. He does the titles for Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. What? Uh, the title sequences, like the way oh, he animates the things. Oh, all fun, like, uh, yeah. Uh, he actually the animated. Very cinematic shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, he animated the actual titles of Dawn of the Dead with actual human blood, which I'm kind of, you know how it, like, how? it just like spreads like, <laughs> like in the movie? Where do you movie? get this blood from? I don't know, actually. Nobody's oh. asking Kyle questions. That's like
1: when I like heard about. scary. What's the name of that? Um, uh, Takashi Mike, have you heard of him? mm hmm He's a Japanese director who did – he's very prolific, and he did, like, Gozu and Itchy the Killer. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that – yeah. That guy's a creep. But he's made some – he's so (laughs) prolific that he's made some really good kid films, you know, like, that are very well received in Japan. So he's, like – he's all over the place. But he made a film – the Itchy the Killer film is actually, like, they have opening – that movie's so disturbing. Uh, Don't watch it. (laughs) <laughs> Unless you want to feel really bad,
3: awful. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: he they made the
3: opening credits with come real come. It's a lot of come. Wow. Yeah. How long are these opening credits? Like, is it <laughs> like? Holy
0: shit! I mean, I'm hoping that.
1: that I'm hoping that that's just a made up thing to promote the movie. I hope, hope one, it yeah. is for the sake of the guy who's coming. Maybe it was T- Takashi
2: Miike that came all over. Him. You know, I, I feel so <clears throat> stupid and ignorant because I looked this up and I literally – <sighs> I don't even want to say this. I Let's just say I always pronounce his name the wrong way. Um, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never seen any of his movies. I've been curious. M-K? Yeah, Miki. Um, Su- you've seen
1: Sukiyaki Western Dinjango with us. I oh, think. yeah. That's right. That one's great. It, was that, that Miki?
2: I feel like – He's made a ton great. of
1: movies. Yeah. Um, because like he had Quinn yeah. Tarantino do a cameo in that
3: in that one. movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that.
0: I think he well, had the uh, Django theme
3: too. If yeah. you think about it, like I think mm-hmm. the Django, the original like 1966 Django theme, which was used in Django Unchained as mm-hmm. the main theme too. I think that also is used in that that movie. If I'm remembering correctly,
1: I wouldn't be. It's been a
2: while since we watched the,
1: God, uh, Django. Yeah. So many
3: movies.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> sukiyaki. He made a. He's made 103 movies. That's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. That's insane. Um, okay, Two, yeah. three movies a year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I think he's an older guy, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's an insane run. Um, yeah, those opening credits are great. Uh, they really set up the, the world. Oh yeah, what I wanted to compare it to earlier was um, uh, it's a thing that The Mist does too also where it just like sets everything up in this incredibly chaotic kind of setup that immediately gets you on the side of the, uh, protagonist, the protagonist being uh, Sarah paul's character Anna mm-hmm. Clark, um, and then honestly, like after the intro, it's interesting because uh, sh- there's like no lead character after the beginning.
3: No, definitely not.
2: It's interesting how yeah, it they fully kind of drop drops, her, yeah, and it's, it's just like now it's an ensemble. We're introducing a mm. bunch of characters. Uh, it's just Bing kind Rhames. of. Oh man,
1: uh, I think he, I think he's my favorite in this in this movie.
2: He's a pretty easy favorite. I yeah. do, yeah. I do like, love Ty Burrell's like mm. shithead, uh, like yacht owning guy. Like, I was like, oh, Modern Family guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's so unlikable in this movie. It's, and it's so funny because he's
1: really likable in Modern Family, isn't he? He's I think like super yeah. charming.
3: Michael mm-hmm. Kelly's yeah. like CJ character as like an awesome asshole. Like, has the actual only arc. In this entire movie. Oh, he 100% has the biggest arc in this entire movie. Because he's like very selfish at the beginning and then at the very end he actually Mm -hmm. dies to like save everybody. Well, James Gunn likes to do that, right? Like he always wants you to
1: have Mm -hmm. like someone you hate at the beginning and then bring them around at the end. I guess so. That is totally a gun. What's his name? Yondu? Mm -hmm. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Because like Yondu sucked when we first saw him. Yeah, from the first movie? Yeah. 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 And then at the end when he's like doing the Mary Poppin shit, you're like,
2: I gotta, gotta love this guy. You gotta give it to him. You gotta-, <laughs> you gotta listen, you gotta give it to Yondu. You gotta give it to it's Yondu. A good arc. Yeah, um, nice arc. Dude, yeah. I can't believe Yeah, I didn't CJ realize it was is the Yondu of
1: this uh of this yeah, movie. Yeah,
2: maybe. Uh, I didn't realize until this time that it that Michael Kelly asked CJ, Michael Kelly, because he has hair in this. In yeah. every yeah. other fucking thing, he's in so much shit. He's bald now. He's in like house of cards he's like a main character on house of cards right yeah um but yeah he's he's great and really does have kind of like the the best arc and ving is just like an incredible fucking like horror movie lead yeah. of like <laughs> a total badass he's yeah.
3: yeah he's the badass character in this i think he like plays off michael kelly does turn into the badass too at one point um, I think while we're watching it here they're they're in the the uh fucking the garage the parking garage sequence. Yeah. Um this is when Michael Kelly's character starts to turn like good really.
1: Because he read in a magazine the the top 5
3: uh yeah, yeah, relationship rates. Yeah. yeah for a, be- for a, good, a good relationship. relationship. Um, Trust. that's such a good setup. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was yeah, I was like that's the crazy thing that that wasn't in the theatrical one. Um but Ving Rhames yeah is like it's yeah, it's total badass like you know Keeps a straight face for whatever's happening. It seems like his uh, solution to everything is just literally to fire a gun in close up. I mean, uh, that's what I'd do. Which is pretty cool. I mean, to, considering the movie we're watching, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, it's just so funny because he's always like, you know, move. And then it, it's always like a, <laughs> a shot of him shooting a shotgun. And then you're just like, oh, cool. <laughs> like,
1: I love yeah. the interaction between him and the um, the uh, baby daddy guy, you know, in the bathroom. Oh, in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Makai um, Pfeiffer. Yeah. yeah. Where he's just like, like uh, I don't know what you believe in, but like, he he's like, are are you a religious man? It's like, what you gonna ask me for for advice now after all this is happening? And you're <laughs> yeah, good yeah. Per- Like he totally tells him off. and It was great.
3: That is a pretty yeah. cool scene. Yeah. It's, I it's wish the, I
1: remember the lines, but it was It's like, fantastic. you know, What he yeah. says, go
3: into the stall, like, say, five, five hillberries, wipe your ass, and you and God can call it even.
0: <laughs> and he says it, like, yeah. in a very frustrated way, yeah. like, why
3: are you talking to me? Which is like, you know, I think that's pretty cool. Like, it, it's so crazy that you don't get, I think Man of Steel, yeah, I can, you can probably do the argument that you get a lot of character moments in Man of Steel. But you don't seem to get these moments a whole lot in most of Snyder's movies, say for, yeah. like, maybe 300. Yeah,
1: 300? Yeah. I, I what think is your
2: profession? <laughs> that's only what I keep bringing. <laughs> the, this is Sparta. I mean, are Kicking? you not entertained? I'm gonna God, bring I that joke <laughs>
3: But again, I don't know if that's much of a Snyder thing or if that's a gun thing. See, like, it could a, be like a yeah. Gun.
2: I think that's why this movie works so well for me, and it holds mm. up like when I watched it today, just just as much as when I first saw it, is because like the script is really strong. It's like the there's a lot of like little character moments. I think like honestly the. Where this movie like completely nails it is in that middle montage, where it's like all of these little tiny funny moments of them like
3: Goofing off in the mall, yeah, again. of yeah. like
2: of like having sex in like in the store with the 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 one uh, Modern Family guy and uh, Andy and uh, Andy the gun store owner yeah, and Bing yeah. Rames. I love their whole dynamic. Yeah, how they become like good friends. It's really cute. It's great. And yeah. uh, sniping the Jay
3: Leno's and the... Like the Hollywood squares of like just yeah. zombies that they just keep shooting. Yeah, that's a, those are really cool moments. And they're like, you know, they're darkly funny because like horrifying stuff is actually happening. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a total gun thing though because it's like it... Like the first
2: Guardians movie does that really well where yeah. it's like there are like these dark, really funny things happening, but it's like getting you to like the characters right, even more. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's such a such a good horror script, I think.
3: Yeah, I think it's... Um, yeah, it, I think it's... Again, like, I think... Um, would you say this was your favorite zombie movie? Or what would yours No, favorite zombie I movie think... <sighs> the, this is way, way up there. I
2: think it's probably Day of the Dead still. Oh, Day of the Dead? Uh, and then Dead's maybe this one, great, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, this might be my two. I think...
1: I think Day of the Dead sticks out for Brennan and I just because the fact that we saw it together, of course, mm-hmm. and the fact that, like... I think the medium got so saturated with like the start of zombie apocalypse. Like, you have every, all the mediums just like, oh, and it's here's starts, when yeah. it happened. And then Dave is yeah. like, you know, we already know all that. Yeah, it's yeah. overrun. Yeah. Hum- humanity is, is we're uh, all I, fucked. And here's what's yeah. going on, you know, with, with these guys. It's a very cynical movie, too. Yeah. It's like, it's
3: pretty, like, yeah, I mean. love
2: <laughs> I love that. Uh, and I do think it, it had that the thing factor, too, where it's like, these people are stuck in a location yeah. yeah, and it's all about the interplay between like the, the, who is it? It's like the guards, the scientists and the,
3: the military, the military. Yeah. And, the military. Yeah. Yeah.
2: and I just, I love that dynamic for horror. I think it works incredibly well because it's, it's all, it's that old fucking adage of like the, the humans are the real monsters shit where it's like, right. yeah, yeah, when we are against each other, I think. And this movie has like some of that, I think too. Um, yeah. Where, I
1: mean, you know, like you have him,
3: you know,
2: Taking
1: care of a zombie baby,
3: which yeah, we haven't oh talked The zombie about. baby. That yeah. shit.
1: That shit's troubling. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like you as a dad. Like, how did you feel as a father?
2: Yeah, I mean, this yeah. this I I felt a lot more for uh, uh, who's McKee Pfeiffer? Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah. Mackay Pfeiffer. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, this time around, where it's like, yeah, there's, and it's kind of developing in the background as mm. you you know see them have the conversations of like oh it's when you get bitten yeah that you know you will eventually turn and he like figures that out and kind of like hides his wife away um i'll tell you i'm i'm glad they don't show more of that uh action because that that'd be uh a bummer to see but um yeah i mean the payoff is is such good horror movie shit though of like the the great um makeup and kind of like the effects on the on, on the, the little
3: baby on the yeah. little
2: baby <laughs> that little baby yeah Uh, um, hey that
1: grandma yeah. who shot down is she's pretty <laughs>
3: badass though dude
2: that's right the total fucking like old school like we're yeah. ki- we're shooting we're filling each other full of bullets and yeah this uh, is where uh, slow like,
3: motion yeah the Snyder aesthetic comes to the, the surface here like it's just literally like they're shooting and then it cuts to bullets flying landing yeah. on the, on they the floor close neatly. above the yeah. gun
2: you know going yeah.
3: um. Yeah, it's, like, some sort of, like, Mexican standoff shootout, which is pretty cool. <laughs>
2: yeah, with the old truck-driving lady. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, I am a little... I mean, I, I'm obviously, like, I've eased up on it over the years, but I was always weirded out that, like, she didn't turn into a zombie after shooting, because, like, Romero's world is some sort of, like, supernatural plague. Like, anybody who dies just oh, comes back to life. And yeah. this one, I think Snyder's reasoning was, like, well, no, it's a virus. Like, you know, he...
1: Yeah, maybe you more to, biological. Yeah, like, yeah. you have yeah. to
3: bite to become one. It does. It isn't just, like, you know cuz yeah like um Romero's stuff and I think Kirkman adapted that for his Walking Dead is like anybody who dies like just comes back like that's mm. the whole that's thing. That's
2: right that was the walking dead thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah cuz
3: Kirkman loved Dawn of the Dead and Romero's movies That's he basically just made his own version of that story. Yeah. I mean even down to like what the Saviors and Negan and all that other stuff is. Yeah. Like those were all started in what like the Dawn of the Dead, the original one with Savini and the bikers like yeah, it's all true, basically the same so. thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I um yeah, I want like,
2: to write
1: yeah. a zombie apocalypse thing where everyone's really nice to each other. <laughs> everyone you know, just like, gets there's along no and- there's no cynical thing. Like everyone work. like CJ is
2: like, yeah, come on in. We'll yeah. help you out. And, it's like it's yeah. like a hangout movie. And yeah. You hardly ever remember oh that my there's zombies God. in it. We that's, should a, d- that's a good idea. I actually like I had think that-
1: that's more of what realistically would, would happen. Instead yeah. of, like, the crazy, like, I'm an asshole and I'm going to fucking... That's yeah. kind
3: of the middle of this movie. I'm like, yeah. a little bit. Kind yeah. of going to go ahead and just plug my own, like... When I saw this uh, movie... Oh, yeah. shit. Um, I started writing my own, like, an outline for my own remake of Dawn of the Dead. Because I was like, I think I can make it better, you know? Just, like... And it was just, like, you know, me being a weird, like, you know, young person and just, like, wanting to just, like, do movies, like, my way and stuff. Yeah. Which is why, I guess, I, I eventually just wanted to study screenwriting and stuff. But, like... um, my idea for a Dawn of the Dead movie would literally be kind of taking more in line with the original one, where you just kind of like it's consumerism obsessed people. They're really nice to each other, but it's like imagine like a zombie movie with the tone of Fargo, and that's what would my Dawn of the Dead would be. It would kind oh, of be like a road hey trip. Joe, there's a lot
2: oh, of zombies fuck. out there. I love that. Like, set, set it in North Dakota too.
3: Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it, they they're taking a road trip and they land at the mall, and that's what the 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 story takes place. Obviously, still at a mall, but they're like. These are people who are, like, you know, just loved, like, you know, you know they love video games, they love pop culture and this stuff like that, and they're just, like, away from all this other shit. And, like, you know, because of this apocalypse, they've kind of, like, it's not like, you know, because when you do, like, apocalypse movies, like zombie movies and stuff, it's usually the worst people who end up surviving. Yeah. Like, it's the people who, like, who can kill and who can, you know, do all sorts of debauchery, and those are the people who live. Survivors. Yeah. 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 And this was a story, I was thinking, like, why don't you just take a story about, like, Just people who like were like, you know, like the people who like to slack off at work. It's almost like a Shaun of the Dead type of thing, but like, you know, but are having fun with it. Like, you know, they're just kind of like, oh, like no one's here. Like, I don't have to go to work tomorrow and I have this entire mall to myself. Like, this is fun.
2: Have have you seen any of The Last Man on Earth? Because that's kind of the approach there. But that show obviously doesn't have zombies. But it's kind of like a tone of that show uh, to be kind of like, I'm going to obviously that show gets into like, he's depressed and all this stuff, but like the kind of like, I'm going to thrive in this.
3: Yeah. Cause like the responsibilities are environment are and make it like,
2: well, that's, is, we're talking about zombie land kind of too. A yeah.
3: Little bit. And that's the whole yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, I, I was, you know, I don't think that kid, I still think you can probably do something with that. I, sure. but yeah, I think like yeah. that would be that answers. I think that adds to what Adam just said. I was like, that literally was like my take on it. Like, you know, you do, yeah. cause you do eventually you, you have, you, when everyone's just nice to each other, you, You can throw in the eventual zombie tropes, like a a break-in of a bunch of zombies or stuff getting too real because, like, you realize that, like, all your friends and your family are dead. (laughs) And you can get into the actual tropes of that. But I think, like, that would – yeah, I think that's pretty funny. We don't see enough, like – I think we see a lot of zombie comedy now. But I think at the time it was kind of like, you know – I'm talking about, like,
1: not even a comedy. Like, something that's just, like – Like a like if Linklater made yeah Linklater made a a fucking zombie zombie movie, (laughs) it'd be great. Yeah, like a
2: dazed and confused, yeah, dead and confused. (laughs) Uh, Hey, you know we're having fun.
1: (laughs) But I mean, like in in relationship in relation to like that and Dawn of the Dead. I mean, from what I was reading, that they wanted to make this movie like a story of redemption of, of of like how people. Found themselves after the apocalypse happened. You right, know, when you yeah. take away everything, like, who are you? Sort of thing. Which I always, I like that concept a lot because that's how, um, you know, when the main what, what's his name, the um, the the guy who looks like James Gunn but is not in this. Uh, looks like James. He's Gunn. A, he's a le- he becomes like the de facto leader, and he's the best, J- uh, best yeah,
2: the guy. Yeah, the Jake Weber, Jake Weber, yeah, Jake Weber, yeah. Michael. <laughs> His name's Michael. Shalsky. Yeah, so Michael,
1: yeah. he like he was just a complete loser before. So kind of like the Sean, yeah, of the dead sort of thing, where you know he never found his calling until a literal apocalypse happens. Because like he was the one yeah. who was making the right calls and like really negotiating things with people and coming up with really innovative ideas plans, of yeah Yeah, plans to come out. And I like that. I love that. It's like because that's the same thing with um that's why i also love the walking dead is that
2: when there is nothing when society fails who are you Mm -hmm. yeah when your identity is based in Mm. a world that's functioning and active Mm. and when that goes away
1: and really that's honestly one of the most terrifying aspects more than zombies to me is the existential because like i'm a big existential horror kind of guy like i i like have you played soma john i have not i know brent Mm. has but like That shit is like, oh yeah, up there for me, like existential horror stuff, like I problems with identity. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have you seen uh, Persona by um, Bergman?
3: Yeah, Bergman. I have not. I own it, but I've never seen it.
1: But yeah, like identity is like a very like it, it. It's it's so it's so fragile and so fluid. Yet we take it in such a like a very solid thing that we're willing to kill people and also do political activism upon right. like very serious stuff and how we, and and we associate it to the society that we're in while these zombie moves do like Dawn of the dead. They, uh, they put a mirror up to you and like really make you reflect like, yeah, who the fuck am I really? Yeah. Shit, shit like this
2: happens, you know? Yeah. And Ty Burrell, the modern family yeah. guy is an interesting, mm kind of person to look at in this movie because it's like yeah he stays the same he's still a nihilist he's just mm-hmm. like yeah fuck until it. he's until he dies and then he yeah. tries to like literally he tries to make it on his own and like abandon like the group he's with and then it fucking gets him killed
1: yeah because yeah. he's got away with it his entire life so mm-hmm. it's like why not why wouldn't it work now right
0: yeah. yeah
2: yeah whereas yeah the security guard has mm-hmm. like that whole fucking great arc and uh literally like sacrifices himself like that scene is so mm. fucking good like on the dock where he's like what does he say what's his final
1: line is this, is
3: fucking figures like it fucking yeah. figures fucking figures yeah, yeah it's
2: fucking so
1: good because he's the
3: guy who does all the tanks like you
1: like uh, oh yeah explodes that's right all too. the things yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that scene's so good
1: um, yeah it's it's yeah. pretty
3: it's pretty awesome. I think apocalypse movie I think that's the real cool takeaway of like mm. if you do an apocalypse movie or like maybe even just over a zombie ones because zombie ones kind of still fall into like apocalypse movies. Um, yeah, Yeah. I think that's, that's the perfect, perfect genre to like explore the themes that you just talked about, Adam. Like, Mm. I think like, it's almost like a, like imagine like, like
1: a filter, like you get distilled human spirit. Like when shit hits the fan, mm -hmm. like Mm. your character, your true characteristics, like pour out, you know, who is truly a paragon and who is truly a renegade. renegade,
2: Hey, Hey, that's a clue. Yeah, go go to the (laughs) Delphin Pod Patreon and listen to Adam and I talk about Mass Effect. We're gonna do that (laughs) some point soon. Yeah, uh, playing through those games. Um, But uh, I'm trying to think what else we can. Oh, we gotta
3: talk about the dog. Fuck this dog, man. (laughs) There's one of the. I mean, that's this is I don't know. Like this is what's her name. Chips, I think that's
1: not 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 the dog, but the the chick. Lindy. No, no, no. That's the actress. actress. Yeah,
3: Nicole is the name of her.
1: John, you're really good with actors. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. You know Lindy Booth off the dome. Nicole. How do you guys feel about Nicole here?
3: she
2: yeah,
1: she has a
3: strong connection to the dog.
1: She has she loves that fucking dog. She loves chips. She she loves chips so much she's abandoning keto.
2: I think Ty Burrell even says it, too. was like... <laughs> Ty
1: Burrell's like... He
0: just got it.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's that's good. That's there's, good content. There's a literal yeah. line that Ty Burrell says, like, Steve is Ty Burrell's uh, yeah. Character. yeah, yeah. He's like, that idiot's going after the fucking dog. And I think that's what like what the audience feels I mean, at that point, that's too. how like, we...
2: Yeah. I was like, oh, it, God. It's funny how we had a similar conversation with Army of the, dead, the dead talking Batista's daughter and her decision-making because... I will say with her arc in this movie where her dad dies and he's, he literally tells uh fucking uh Michael like she's lost everyone her brothers her mom mm. and then her dad dies that it tracks that she's like chips is my fucking family now I'm yeah, going not, after this guy. not her boyfriend more. not the not, not that guy I mean you know she these? obviously, I mean, a dog's love is better than a, a human's, right? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that at all before I said it. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh canceling my myself God. live. Um But uh yeah, th- when that happened, I was definitely like, holy shit, man. She is off the, the rails. rails. Yeah, she's responsible for all the shit kind of hit it the fan,
1: really. Well, it's also, like, yeah. that weird, quasi, like, spiritual, religious karma shit where it's, like, the the good shall, <laughs> shall still, like, will be protected in some supernatural way, like how she was, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. she just, like, she doesn't have a gun. She has pure intention, pure good intentions. Yeah. Like, the purest of them all, a fucking
2: good boy. A good... I mean he is a good Chips is a good boy Plus, Chips is a good boy I think if, it, if we can agree On anything It's that Chips Is a good boy He's yeah. a good
1: boy Yeah And she's like You know what That good boy I don't even know Who this Andy guy is But I'm gonna get That good boy Yeah And she ends up Surviving the whole The whole like situation Cause I thought She was gonna be like Just took So that's that. Yeah That's that like Real back from Cynicism In this movie Is like her kind of Character Yeah because you could go full blown cynicism, which The Walking Dead probably would have done. Where it's like she would, she would have been like,
2: "Yeah, I think taken, uh, Kirkman you know? is v- yeah very into like what you expect out of stories like this mm. can eat shit." Because yeah. I'm about to kill this person. It doesn't you love. matter what your moral their moral parameters are.
1: It's yeah. Like,
3: same with the yeah. Game of Thrones sort of thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, think yeah. The, the, I mean, the movie takes obviously a cynical turn here in this third act. Like, characters start dying off like crazy. I mean, that's the reason I think so many characters were set up from the beginning of this movie. But you do get... I mean, even like the ending, the post-credits mm. ending is kind of left... Yeah. Like, I think Chips <laughs> might be the only survivor. Crazy, like, yeah. if you think about it, like...
2: Yeah. So, um, Dawn of Chips.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, yeah, that I mean the Nicole character. Yeah, I guess is like a. You're totally right. Like, there's something wholesome about like trying to go out and like just like for a good boy. Yeah, for for that for good, good boy. boy. Yeah,
2: I, I think uh, I think yeah, I think that's yeah. another reason this movie works so well. Aside from the the script and character stuff, is like it has a good balance. I think of character types, and I think that like that is something you kind of need for a, a great horror movie, and I think works well. Works good in Army of the Dead I think there's less I don't know The writing in that movie Is kind of less tight For sure It's kind of more visual And and Fun set piece stuff Um, But I mean The the dialogue
1: in Army of the Dead Is pretty Pretty solid to me As terms of just like Character interactions Maybe just not yeah. you know, structurally might be all over the place, but yeah.
2: I think, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. The difference being that army of the dead, like we talked about on that one feels like an eighties, like carpenter movie or like eighties kind of yeah. like action fucking dude movie. Right. Mm. And so it doesn't have kind of like, I think the nuance that this might, because I think he wanted to make a more grounded thing yeah, with this movie. And like gun puts that humanity into the, into the script for sure.
3: Yeah, like I think Army of the Dead is nothing but badass is really like on their teams, like, it, yeah. like what you said, like it's over the For top sure. action tropes and people in this movie are like every man. Like, you know, I, with right. the exception of like being Reims' character, but everyone it's else like, is. It's like
1: a die hard one to die hard two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah? A, it's Predator
2: one to Predator two. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <kidding.
3: laughs> I think it's Predator two to Predator one. If you think about it. Uh, predator yeah. one is like, yeah, like and then Not Predator Two man. is yeah. uh, Predator two, two is every, is every man. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. like That's Danny right. Glover and Bill was, Paxton.
1: Yeah, Predator in in the city. That's uh, I still have never seen Predator Two. I remember seeing at your place, two. John. We watched it at your place. It's yeah. a
3: mean spirited movie. It's like it to I me. Mean, yeah. Predator Two, uh, Predator Two, Die Hard Two. Um, what's the other one? I'm thinking RoboCop Two. They're all like. They're all almost like, you know, I don't want to say carbon copies of their original ones or their predecessors, but they're like the same thing as the first movie, just meaner. Like Mm. characters either die in a, there's just like a very much more cynical tone to them. Predator 2 takes what Predator (laughs) 1 was and just like makes it super mean in my Mm. opinion. Like, yeah, I think we watched, uh, I think we had, uh, we did a Revenge of the Sequel episode for Predator 2 and, um, yeah, I just, I was blown away by how like ugly it is. (laughs) Yeah, Like, cause everyone, like, you know, there's drug dealers dying skinning people and you actually see the people being skinned or something. And it's just like, yeah. And then like cool characters die and it's very like, what did that just happen? Like, like Bill Paxton has like a very heartbreaking, like f- fight against the predator and then just like dies and then they like sn- they show the predator actually pulling the spine out of him <laughs> that's and just like uh, in army of
1: the army of the dead where maria gets her fucking oh my neck god yeah. Broken. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah, it's a
3: total yeah like I'm,
2: whoa hey that's crazy
3: you should watch predator 2 though if you haven't like it's I it's the best really. of the predator sequels i feel I think like it's on hbo i mean low bar there i think yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's like, it goes <laughs> yeah. in order. Like that's a movie yeah. that, like, descendant. Yeah, it's kind of like the Jurassic Park movies where you're just like one, two, three, four. The, hey, the, the Shane order. Black.
1: <laughs> hey, the Shane Black movie is pretty good. I, I and like. And
2: I like that. stuff
3: from that Shane Black. Movie. I don't like it's, the. It's, it's only because of how messy you can tell it is. I don't yeah, know.
2: and that's It was the, chopped to death. Yeah. yeah. Um, a comparison I just thought of is you're telling me Predator two to Predator one is Alien three to Aliens. Oh my god! I'm so confused. <laughs> I guess so so. Someone, listen. If you're listening, get a grid going. Draw a fucking. Draw a ten and Excel, and draw a fucking grid of these movie <laughs> a, Nol- movie a Nolan
1: diagram. A Nolan diagram. I think we can. We can just say like, it deem any movie diagram a Nolan diagram. I'm gonna a coin Nolan that diagram. Now. An Alien it's Covenant
2: to yeah. Aliens. Ooh, I mean that word. Yeah. That works too. I was just thinking Alien 3 is a very fucking like mean nasty movie.
0: Yeah, Alien it Covenant. Like a
3: predator, but Covenant is too. Covenant's a pretty mean mean movie too. Like it, that's that's a really dark movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, compared to like what Prometheus was too. Like that one like Oh whoa. El-
1: yeah. Yeah, Alien Covenant's a fucking bummer.
3: Yeah, it's like it's a You're
1: it's, like, "Oh, this is what this is all about." This huh? led to just nothing i guess wow yeah it's a pretty
3: that's an existential movie that's
1: kind of like yeah that's experience. why I, that's why i like alien covenant that's yeah, why I, yeah. I, like covenant I, I like that they killed um uh james franco really quickly that was also really cool yeah
0: well yeah and, <laughs> like everyone's loving that yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. they rewind Little that part franco. yeah i like <laughs> i just put that on repeat just him suffocating <laughs> um, no, yeah, I lo- that. That's why I defend Prometheus, and that's why I defend Alien Covenant because it's just like it's about an old man who is at the end of his life and is like, "What is the meaning of all this bullshit?" Yeah,
2: that's and true. And
1: he, he's terrified of it, and that's what's great. If you watch those movies in that context,
2: they're they're good.
0: They're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I mean, we'll 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 do like an eighteen episode Ridley Scott season, like Scott five versus years from Scott. Home. Oh, don't, yeah, don't imagine even that. Fucking tempt me with that, Adam. That's that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, the brothers.
2: Yeah, brother face off. Um, Speaking of Top Gun, Maverick, anybody? I'm I'm excited for that. I want to see I'm, it. I'm it, pretty, looks yeah, really it looks really good. It looks cool. It's <laughs> <fucking> cool
1: because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you haven't had a good like jet movie in a long time, and since, it all looks
2: great since Top since Top Gun. Top Gun. Since <laughs> Top <laughs> Gun. Like you, like you had like uh, fucking been, like Josh Lucas and yeah. uh, what's her name sneaking in on stealth. And You're like, get the fuck out hey, of here! Hey,
3: I stealth. like that. Or Independence I Day. Like yeah, I movie. like that movie. Independence Day is a pretty good shit. Yeah, a jet movie. A yeah that is yeah. a jet movie.
1: I like Stealth because I was a kid. All right, and I liked Jets.
0: Just go ahead and <laughs> rewatch
1: Stealth. I never. don't want to watch Stealth. <laughs> I know it's going to be bad. Yeah, but I'm pr- this. I'm I am banking. Uh, I'm still banking that they're stealing the idea from Stealth, and that yeah. there's going to be an AI jet and they're going to replace all the pilots and like we need the best guy and he needs to come back. I think that Cause that's be it, because yeah. hollywood is going to is too cowardly to say the russians or the chinese are going to be our like like people to kill. they you literally know
2: what I mean? changed one of uh what 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 was the change? One of Tom Cruise's patches. Yeah. In top gun they changed i forgot what specifically the change was but it was because of the international audience see there was like a patch that would have offended like china and they were like we gotta we gotta like turn that into like a like a a skull and crossbones or something (laughs) they literally like backed off and uh yeah i feel
1: i feel i don't like that i don't like the direction hollywood's going with all that yeah i mean hey john did you see the john cena video uh, straight AIDS? No, the... <laughs> <laughs> about that uh, one? Well, for, only only our deep cut <laughs> listeners will understand. Oh, man, that's yeah. a deep
3: cut there. Yeah. <laughs> what Holy that is. shit, I
1: totally forgot about that. Um, no, the one where he's speaking Mandarin and apologizing that Taiwan...
3: Uh, oh, I read the reports of it. I didn't yeah. actually watch the actual, like, video. I heard he was, like, really brought to tears. It's
1: weird. It's um, really weird.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's... That's a weird thing. Like, I don't know, because I... Obviously... He was obviously. I mean, someone told him to say that.
0: Like, yeah. I feel
3: like that's like where, like, where corporations tell you, like, "Hey, don't offend this because of this," or yeah, it's like the way Mark Ruffalo like went back on some of his words. What he said something about like
2: Israel and Israel, Palestine. yeah, for sure, yeah. And it's, it's just
3: like, it, yeah, I don't know. It's the heads of these companies are sucks. Like, like
2: heads of just these monolithic corporations, and that have to worry about every single country and shit. Yeah, they're, they're all you know, all these actors are. All these actors are fucking puppets for mm-hmm. these corporations and <laughs> bullshit. That's totally aren't we true? all though? Like, <laughs> aren't we all puppets? Oh man. Um fucking yeah. dawn of the dead, man. Uh <laughs> this okay, yeah. We gotta talk. I, I wanna talk like this final third. Uh, because I think it's just so much fucking fun. I think like
3: In true Snyder fashion, just all action, like the third yeah. act, really. Like
2: I I just think it's so much fun to have like the that whole scene where where they figure out, like, yeah, let's go get his boat. And then they they describe the whole like CJ yeah. says the plan. He's Hell like, yeah. Yeah. Let, it's one of those, like, let me get this straight. You want to it's a real duh,
1: rocket duh, duh. raccoon shit.
2: Yeah, yeah it totally no is. Yeah. It's
1: a rocket raccoon
2: scene <laughs> where he's like CJ is Rocket Raccoon. He yeah. totally is. Like it's that's yeah. pretty funny. That's yeah. so funny. But yeah, and then he lays it out, and then it just has that ultimate thing of like, yeah, I mean, I'm in. And I was just like, "That's the best." I just love that fucking era of joke of. Uh, mm. uh, that's such a like mid two thousands thing that just happened a lot. Um, that tropey thing where it's like, "This is stupid."
3: I agree.
1: There's I a character did, like that yeah. in like
3: almost like a lot of, all of Gunn's movies. I feel like you know, there's mm. a. I think True. Slither has the um, the mayor character, which is kind of like that too. Like he's this likable asshole type of person who will. Um, very rocket raccoon like in a sense. Um, -hmm. um, in addition, you know, um, that's opposite of like Nathan Fillion's straight man. I'm not sure if you have you guys seen slither. It's been a while. I did. Uh, It's, it's good. That's a good, that's a good, that's also another good zombie movie. That's I would take that as a a zombie movie.
1: Hey, Um, John Cena is in the suicide squad. John Cena is in the suicide. And he's
3: probably that character. (laughs) You think He's that character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: He looks like that character.
3: Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, You know, what's really cool. We're going to talk this third act here. Did you guys notice that there's no... The shots don't stay on zombies for more than like a couple of seconds. Like they're Mm, not... They don't linger. Romero had a thing about lingering on zombies because he wanted you to see like how human a zombie was, like how underneath, like there was just... That was a person at one point. Um, Snyder has the opposite effect. Snyder doesn't like the fact that he doesn't want to humanize the zombies. So like he yeah. only see them for a couple of seconds because he did say to that <laughs> they become too human when you when the camera lingers on them. Like you know they and I think you can see that more than ever when they're when they're about to shoot like a propane tank. Like you see some zombies in the background just flailing their arms really yeah. stupidly. <laughs> oh, that's
2: that's so interesting. Yeah.
3: But he didn't want to Yeah, there's no there's no shot that lingers on them for more than like like 3 3 seconds or something. Do you
2: so? think it's it's maybe the jaws thing too of like there's more tension? Yeah, there's I'm more tension probably, than Probably. Yeah. Not you don't want to
1: reveal too much when you when yeah. you're doing a motion picture. If you want horror, you can't linger.
3: Yeah. You know? I think that's yeah. just interesting because as opposed to Romero which literally like again, you he kept it on there because you see like they're, you know, the zombies in Romero's universe were like wide eyed and they like, they looked like they were in pain that they were walking around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. these, they're like vicious rabid animals that you're just like, you're trying to keep the illusion of them being like
0: yeah
3: intense. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a really cool take, I guess. Yeah. Um, it, it
2: just feels like more of a modern thing where like. I think the Romero zombies too. Also, that's playing into like his commentary, right? Of like this mindless horde walking this drone. ball yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Whereas, yeah, this is just a totally different kind of like they're they're animals basically, and they're uh, mm-hmm. they're coming for you. But uh, yeah, I just love the the construction of the the two uh, buses yeah. and like like they're having so much fun with like the fucking chainsaw yeah, slit that, in yeah, the okay. trucks and yeah, so that
1: montage fun. of building the truck. And then you have um, mm. what's her name? Draw
2: the the teeth on the like yeah. Sarah Pauli's like drawing yeah. the teeth on the front. No, not
3: Sarah Pauli. Lindy her, Booth. Yeah, like yeah. A, um, Nicole. There. Nicole. Yeah. Oh,
1: it was Nicole. Oh, it was Nicole. That's right. Because yeah. she's she, she 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 spray paints. That's her yeah, thing. She's, yeah, she she's a spray. Paint. She's an artist. That's she's an artist. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. right.
2: She's like spray painting the um one the, one of the corridors walls. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The corridor stairwell. Yeah. Um, just like this movie has. I think the bad version of movies like this, uh, you just don't get as much personality. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of that's probably the gun factor and and Snyder kind of like nailing the execution. Um, There's just like so much personality in this movie.
3: It's also like a high budget. You know, zombie movies are usually low budget stuff. Yeah, Um, this and like Walking Dead and Land of the Dead to an extent, they're all like studio driven and high budget movies. And you don't really see that. I think that's also. Don't think you still, you still don't see it nowadays. Like when it's a high budget zombie movie, I think Army of the Dead is a return to form for Snyder, but also just like someone just taking, you know, giving, um, you know, more than like, more than like $10 million to a zombie movie in this
0: case. Yeah,
2: Yeah, the the budget on this one was 26, which probably for adjusting or adjusting for inflation is probably like 40, which is like, that's like low to mid. Budget, it's a I mid guess, budget but yeah yeah army of the dead's like 150 or some crazy right, shit yeah. like that
1: which is um, low budget yeah.
2: nowadays mm. yeah which is like <laughs> as low a budget as as a guy like snyder's ever gonna get again probably mm. um but uh yeah and it just uh they're tr- they're racing their way towards the the dock. the dock and uh yeah and like shit starts hitting the fan really quickly and they start getting wiped out a whole bus gets taken out uh oh god yeah that fucking scene i forgot about that scene in the the first truck that tips over
3: the chainsaw scene
2: the chainsaw scene is terrible yeah uh, that was
1: terrifying
2: yeah i was like oh god any that's such a uh yeah. primal thing right like the not even just chainsaws but like the the cutting of like the the deep cutting of like flesh i feel like is such a primal thing of like you just like cringe when you see shit like that yeah
1: it's like an animal taking a bite out of you or something yeah i I think that's that's totally a zombie or a zombie yeah yeah yeah
3: Yeah, Yeah. i think that that's a horrifying death scene like it's it sucks that it happens to i mean to anyone really but like
1: yeah it
3: happens to like you know no no offense i mean it's the two disposable characters in the movie the
1: red shirts yeah yeah
3: they're total red shirts yeah um (laughs) so that's like yeah it's that's, yeah, terrifying. Very effective. Like, you know, you, it's, it's it's over the top. At this point, you know, anything can happen because, like, heads are being blown off. Like, you know, in the director's cut, you know, you see slow motion, like, chunks of heads being blown off and stuff. So um, yeah. the fact that he was able to get away with that in the theatrical version is kind of insane because, you know, it's the camera does linger on that. Like, you know, the, hey, the cutting. I just remembered
1: one of my favorite parts that, that was way before this. Yeah. That I wanted to bring up. That was, what this is where I was, like, very on board with this movie, even though I already was, but I was super on board when it happened. Uh-huh. When the guy, when they were running from the the gun store in the sewers, and the guy breaks his legs, and CJ is pulling him and hands him oh, the two the guns, two guns yeah. and he's oh. shooting a, he's like zombies him. He's like dragging.
2: It's it's so <laughs> it's good.
1: It's like a fucking video game sequence. Like <laughs> I love that. I love this. This is practically yeah. a video game, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I feel. That's not going to be the last
2: comparison. We talked about video yeah. games on fucking uh, the rock too. I feel like oh, yeah. modern action directors in video games, I think there's a lot of like cross-pollinating between like ideas mm. they're taking from each other um, and like feeding into like video game tropes and stuff Gears like that. Years of War. Romero Zack Snyder.
1: Years yeah, of War.
2: We talked about on Army, Army of the Get Dead, Batista.
1: Marcus Batista Phoenix. wants
2: to get it made. That's like he his passion it. project. Batista Marcus Phoenix yeah. Snyder directed.
3: I can see it. Totally. Here's like, war. Like I think you're heading towards that. It's funny. Romero actually yeah. called this movie. He compared it to a video game when he was still alive. Cause they asked his thoughts <laughs> on it. And he was like, the first 10 minutes are br- brilliant. He's he was like, but he's like, after that, I kind of lost meaning. He's like, I'm not scared of things running at me. And I think the quote was like, it's like space invaders. It's like a video game to me. And,
1: and that's, that's like, why I like it. It's pretty Romero. crazy.
3: Like, <laughs> but
2: that's, that's the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the post nine 11 thing, man. The chaos is what is yeah. fucking yeah. scary to people. Like the, like just the imagery in the opening and they stick with it. Like the the mass, you know, hordes of people running is is a scary image. Like, you know, whether it's them yeah. trying to kill you or they're running from something, it's always just a scary Dude, thing. Dude, that shot
1: see. of Ving Rames and the American flag fucking rules so yeah, okay. fucking
2: hard. God damn. Ving is so fucking Ving is like one of the most badass yeah. actors anytime he shows up, right? <laughs> yeah. Like He's yeah, badass in... Present. E- yeah. Even in Pulp Fiction where he gets anally raped. Dude, well, the thing... that I mean, that's the thing about that movie. is yeah. like he is... Marcellus Wallace is like the most badass guy. And that's yeah. like the undercutting of it. That's the undercutting, yeah. Um, the subversion. But yeah, I mean, even in Mission Impossible, he's fucking cool yeah. when he's not supposed to be the cool one in that movie. Like, yeah. he's, still he's still got his fucking cool. tilted you know fedoras. What? You, know, and-
1: you know how Artemis Fowl could have been great... Yeah, is to make the
2: butler guy Ving Rames instead. If he was Ving, so this, okay, John, I gotta, <laughs> John. let's explain, let's explain, because we haven't talked about what we did, Adam. Uh, so a few weeks back, John. You mean the war crime that we committed? We committed like half of it. Um, we were hanging out and we put on Kenneth Branagh's Artemis Fowl and we watched roughly two thirds of it. And, uh, and then stopped and we haven't finished it. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe it'll be our final episode of this, this, uh, this podcast. I don't know. (laughs) It's it's finishing. Uh, like
3: ever? (laughs) That's hilarious. Ever, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah, it was fucking rough and Ving would have made that movie like two points better on a scale of 10. Absolutely. I, I
3: bet. Um, Ving Rhames, fun fact, was actually in the remake of Day of the Dead as well too. Huh. Which is a terrible movie that oh. no one should ever watch. That that's when was that? That was made in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So was that remember. a? Con- was he the same character? No, it was just. What? I think weird. I think it might have been sold to Ving, as like, oh, we're doing another zombie movie. But Ring but Raines it was Gunn played, and Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Ving Rhames played Captain Rhodes, which, if you remember from the original movie, was played by Joe Pilato in yeah. Of the Dead. Yeah, okay. But Ving Rhames played real Captain asshole. Rhodes. Yeah. yeah, interesting. And um. Yeah, that's a terrible movie. It's a mm. it's a direct to video zombie movie, did that. and it's yeah. uh, it's awful. What has Ving Rhames
2: been up Nick to Cannon lately? Mission Impossible, Mission Man. Like that's it. I was just gonna say. I feel like that was in that era where he was really kind of like fallen out. Yeah, not Fallout yet, but uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was uh, because <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, yeah, because there was like Mission Impossible three, and then after three, people were like, I guess they're done. And then fucking Brad Bird came in and did four, and then it was like five, six, and they were like huge hits.
0: Right, but yeah. I think
2: Ving is like, yeah, he's like on the Mission Impossible Express now. So
3: he's actually, I've heard that he 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 has a big, like he he has a big persona like on set too. Did like, not know what you were going to say
0: there, yeah. yeah. no, <laughs> He has like a he, yeah. he
3: he's like um uh. like yeah, I heard that like um because I think Alec Baldwin was talking about like how interacting with him one time and he was just like, no, fuck that shit. And he's just like, you know, he's kind of like a, he doesn't give a, like a movie star. Him. Yeah. He's like, he still has that movie star mentality yeah, when he comes yeah. to set and stuff. So interesting. that's pretty cool. Especially because he throws out some really cool performances when he, I mean, when directed well, there you go. I'm not going to say when he wants to Does it, he just
1: wear the yeah, Pulp when, Fiction well. yellow turtleneck and glasses combo when he shows up to... Because he looks so cool. I, he does. Yeah. He that's such so a good, good, that's
3: a good fit. It's a good op- I feel like, yeah, I feel like his Marcellus Wallace performance might be the actual Ring rames at some point right maybe like closer to Ring rames's actual personality yeah which isn't a bad thing i was like yeah. that's pretty badass like i would want to hey
0: what, what, what
3: better role you
1: can play than yourself
3: yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> i like his yeah. role in con air as
1: diamond dog oh that's fucking I great he's,
3: like fuck yeah is that a so reference
1: good. is that also a reference to david bowie it's uh, probably right, maybe Diamond Dog, because I, Diamond Dogs is the Mel Melgar Yeah, it's right there. that's right. Yeah. yeah, and that yeah. was based right. on David Bowie's song Diamond Dogs. Probably,
2: probably is. Uh, Ving's great in this. Uh, credits are rolling, but I wanted to ask you guys what, what? you think of. Hold on. Oh, okay. The best part of the movie is the credits because it
1: plays uh. down with the sickness. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. It's a little Remember on the song? nose, but pretty great. <laughs>
2: Well, it's, it's so funny. Big it's 2000's like two
1: thousands energy
2: is is—an yeah. yeah. army of the dead. It's like Zack Snyder's not afraid to just like play to the fucking cheap seats. Yeah. Well, I don't and think <laughs> I think Zack Snyder thinks he's actually
3: being subtle with these things. I think he has a problem. I think his problem is with <laughs> yeah, subtlety. <it's> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think he thinks he's being subtle when he's not. Um, you yeah. know, you can do that through all this stuff, like you know, through BVS and through like you know, uh, you know, that's interesting. Justice League, yeah, like you know, I it's just stuff that. that's like you know. Okay, we get it, you know, <laughs> like yeah, we're on. We know, yeah, like it's doing. not like yeah. you know, like the Martha thing and stuff, when which is brought up a, a lot. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, that's at least he's I get what trying. you're trying to do, like John.
1: You know. There's people who do <laughs> ambiguous stuff that don't make sense, and they think they're geniuses. I mean,
3: yeah, I guess so. I mean, you're totally you right on that sense.
2: Like he's gonna play, t-
3: I think, down with the sickness. Yeah, by
2: the the rock band disturbed, disturbed at the at the end of his zombie picture it's great and uh, it's, it was
3: the best boy also, when
2: that song hit
3: i think it's also like a callback to i mean because they down with the sickness was the richard cheese song the in the richard middle cheese in that montage that plays, yeah. yeah. so that right. was like pretty cool um yeah and then yes you see like how blood is like whoosh, like going through this that's also like yeah that's human blood apparently they Jesus just keep like doing wow it. um upsetting yeah a little <laughs> weird you probably just got that like just donated or something from like a bank or something or from the casting crew from the casting crew crew.
2: half of that's ving just like ving
3: (laughs) just like he sliced his arm for real and then they just like put the the bucket like underneath him.
2: kyle like went over there with a bucket and was just like let's get some of this hey ving Ving, Uh, can i have some of your blood (laughs) i'm doing the credits okay Uh, sure i just wanted to ask you guys if you think uh anybody survives because I, I I was always kind of I thought it was more ambiguous and then this time I realized like oh no it's like a swarm of fucking
3: zombies, zombies yeah. at the
2: end so unless they hop back on the boat or pushed it, it
3: off or something because it seemed like that boat was already floating in in itself like. I guess
2: so yeah uh, uh, yeah it's kind of Cloverfieldy I guess where yeah. that movie ends and you're like yeah they probably died but like we it's don't one of
3: those
1: know. I believe it's one of those typical scary movie tropes where they just kill everyone off at the end no matter what yeah. And that's, you know.
3: Cool. I think that's a cool, like, that's an actual, I always think that that's true horror, like a true horror, like ending, even though it's kind of like, you know, yeah. if you, I guess if you were, I mean, you're already invested in a lot of the characters. It seems like kind of like a, like a sucky thing to do if you're really invested. And then you just like, you know, oh, just kill them anyway. Mm. Because sometimes you need to earn their. Uh, survival, I guess, in, in a way, sort of. It depends on the movie, really. Like how they feel think it.
2: That, but that's what I love about the mist is that he doubles down on the actual fucking nightmare like yeah. scenario of it where he's to, like, I'm yeah. gonna just make people feel as fucking terrible as humanly possible. Yeah. It's like
1: But it's also a very yeah. reasonable thing that he did. Yeah, you know? it's like
2: logically, yeah. Ugh.
3: Um mm. So, um yeah, Cause like I think the Romero's Dawn ends with hope. Like they uh I think his original script is when they all kill themselves in the original Dawn. Like you know, Peter shoots himself in the head. Fran, uh, Galen Ross's character, like puts her head into the helicopter blades, and then that's it. Like, <laughs> but like you that's know, I want to go. I think like uh, he was what he like you know in, during the filming of the movie. He was kind of like he should probably survive. Like you know, they've been through a lot, and you know. Mm. So it's kind of like he he thought like it, they earned their survival. Mm. Um, it's left, still left ambiguous because they don't have a whole lot of fuel in their helicopter and then they kind of just like fly off. So, you know, take that as you will. Either they crashed like <laughs> 10 minutes after the credits or something. And I feel like that's kind of in the same way. Like you, I think this was a little bit more tipping towards like they died. Cause yeah, they, so they it's formed. like what are
1: they going to do yeah. at that point, yeah. you know? But yeah. because
3: you didn't see them like on screen, I mean, maybe they, sh- they had a fuck ton of bullets so like that's true mm-hmm. Andy, they probably could have just up at Andy's. they probably yeah just like maybe just like huddled around I actually before seeing Army of the Dead I was thinking like no one can survive a swarm like this but after watching Army of the Dead and if you have enough fucking ammo it seems like one person can literally just mow <laughs> down a fucking like a hallway full of zombies in yeah. this case like
1: hey I've seen I've seen YouTube videos on battle simulations with like modern <laughs> soldiers versus like old Greek warriors.
3: Yeah. The modern soldiers always win because they have guns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Does that's hard. That Even if
1: you put a fuck ton of them.
3: I'm thinking, you know, that, that scene from Army of the Dead in the casino where like, Batista throws a fucking table across yeah. the room, but like. <laughs> that was it, sick. That,
2: that scene's so yeah. fucking good. It's, it's so a badass sick. scene, but also
3: like he's mowing down like crazy. And I was like, and more of the, like <laughs> three of them have guns in this scene. So I was like, they could probably, they mm. m- might have survived, you know. They probably didn't get Chips back or maybe Nicole died because she ran after Chips. She, but like, she
2: 100% ran after Chips and got fucking like torn apart. She sure.
3: jumped off the other end of the boat and ran into the <laughs> woods. What like, are you talking about?
1: It, they would have parted like the Red Sea because she's of pure intention. And Oh, and, that's the sea. Heart.
2: She's like the cure that they, yeah. they didn't
1: know they had. Well, as see, as like, long as she's <laughs> going after Chips she's immune to any of the zombies,
3: yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I can see her just jumping off, running after Chips, and then everybody else getting pissed. Like, did she just fucking ditch us? Did like, she do that dog? again? Yeah, exactly. Her and that fucking dog. That's yeah. just so funny. But, um, yeah, I mean, I love that ending when it came out, too. I was like, I remember just watching it whenever it first came out. I was like, did they just die? Like, all of them? I think
2: I did, too, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen, obviously, like, many... Rated R movies or zombie movies or horror movies even. And I was just like, wow, that's a really fucking sad ending. I remember it, like, really affecting me because I was like, a, a movie can just end where, I've, like, everybody dies at the yeah, end? Yeah. Like, goddamn. All right. Um,
3: yeah. It was a cool flick, though. I, uh,
2: yeah, final thoughts, John, final thoughts.
3: Uh, really cool flick. I still I still have it ranked at the top of my Snyder, um, you know, when you're ranking Snyder movies, that's at the top. I think Army of the Dead still takes it, it takes a second, spot only because like it's so uh, I I mean I don't want to ramble on but like uh, it's so comforting to him to have him not do another DC movie I love DC like I I think I prefer the characters to Marvel but that being said his take on the movies are hit and miss I guess to say the least Mm -hmm. Um, so and I'm not really a big fan of all of those I mean Man of Steel is okay I think that's the maybe the most forgivable of the you're not as uh, hot on
2: Snyder cut, I think. as yeah. Adam and I, because Adam and I were both like, "That's pretty good." Like, I actually like a didn't pretty, yeah. hate it. I think, like, yeah.
3: Snyder, if we're ranking the DC ones of his, I think the Snyder cut probably takes second to me. Mm. Like, I think I, I didn't. Um, I enjoyed it. I think the the length is a little too. It's, it's a little too self indulgent for what for what it, uh, for how long it is. Hours. Hey, give me
1: give me give me self indulgent Snyder. Dang it's just like well, I mean, because a
3: dog barks at slow motion in slow motion at one point. I'm just like, all right, like I get <laughs> yeah. it. And then The Flash shows up and things get even slower, ironically. We're just like, oh, okay, cool. That's um, the Flash was made for Snyder. Dude. <laughs> but, I mean, I did like The Snyder Cut. I mean, I, I ah, shit. I, I, I feel like it's still, this is a controversial thought, I guess, but it's still, to me, the same movie as what, Well, that's odd.
1: It's very odd.
3: The Justice League one, it's Justice League. It's just flushed out more, and I get it. Like it's it's really cool, and I think it it does things obviously way better than that movie did. I mean, you know, you get. um, I love Cyborg in the Snyder Cut. I think he's awesome. I didn't think I would like the Flash after watching Justice League, but I definitely love the Flash and um yeah and the Snyder Cut and stuff. I still feel weird about Batman and. Yeah, even Superman. Flick, yeah, yeah, even Superman. Is, They're is just so kind of fundamentally weird. It's from hard how they were set up. Yeah, think, yeah, and
1: plus they have such baggage to them, so mm-hmm. for yeah. sure.
3: And the Wonder Woman characterization is kind of like if this was really supposed to follow the Wonder Woman from the Patty Jenkins one, it's still again like weird that you get that characterization. Not that she's bad, um, but it's just like an odd little again another pivot from what came before it. Um, but I, I like the Snyder cut. I just. Uh, yeah, it's just overall, like, the DC stuff could just be better. <laughs> just a bit. I mean, yeah, in my opinion. Be.
2: You know, these um, things
3: come in cycles. It'll,
2: it'll Yeah, I mean. Down.
3: Yeah, something will come back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a, uh, you, you got to respect it for the swing, because no other movie is kind of <laughs> like that. That's like, it's true. like in a almost Lord of the Rings type of, like, fashion that you make. Yeah. A, you know, a movie about superheroes and stuff. It takes itself a little too seriously at times, but um, it's really fun. But. For Dawn, though, yeah, Dawn's always been my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dawn, Dead, yeah. yeah for Dawn is definitely, like, my favorite Snyder movie. I think it's, I've yet to see something that kind of, it's kind of unfair to say that, I feel like, because it's his first movie, and sometimes people would just, like, you know, land big on their first movies. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just so, I mean, it's enjoyable as, like, a, as a standalone, as a, a reimagining or remake, and it's like it, uh, you know, you can show this to someone who really doesn't even like zombies, and I feel like they would probably dig it. Um, because yeah. it's just like, you know, it, it, you kind of get all of the tropes in one movie sort of, and it does it like, you know, uh, in a very visually enjoying. And I guess even like when it comes to the character work, like it's, it's, uh, it's just overall like a fun movie to watch. It's not like a, not that any of his other movies are a chore to watch, but cause they're really not. I mean, they're all, they're all fun movies at the end of the day, but this one to me is just the most fun to watch.
0: Yeah.
1: Well said, well said, well said.
2: Brent? Yeah. Um, see, it's interesting, man, because uh, I, I think I would rank this as my favorite now, but, I, I mean, we're just starting out kind of with Snyder, so I'm curious, you know, going through them again, revisiting ones I haven't seen in so long, how maybe that changes. But, like, ultimately, I think what I love most about this movie uh, is just, like, how well balanced it is. It's, like, got a really good script, like, a really good, like, functional script with, like, Good characters, fun dialogue, uh, a lot of fun gore and sequences. We didn't really talk about the um, parking garage scene, but that's like incredibly tense, mm-hmm. uh, just the way that plays out. And uh, yeah, they kill off that one uh, security guard there like brutally and um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like really well directed. It's like his least flashy movie by far mm-hmm. and honestly just makes me, want him to be in that zone again i don't know if he ever will again uh but i just kind of prefer him in that that zone and like i i really did like army of the dead too but i just i i don't know man i just love the kind of the grounded snyder stuff and i i don't know if he'll ever you know do that again but um don't count him out I mean, yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, still, he wanted you know, to do Atlas Shrugged,
1: but he didn't. He's he canceled that.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, who knows? You know, he still has a, a long career ahead of him, and um, probably a lot of great movies to come. So, but yeah, I mean, this is just such a well balanced, fun movie. Um, that yeah, I mean, when I think about zombie movies, it's like this and Day of the Dead, for I guess similar reasons. Like they both kind of capture that like paranoia. And like, you know, the world is kind of overrun type thing uh, really well, but uh, yeah, I mean, this, this movie's great. love it. Bye you, Adam.:
1: uh, since this is my first time watching this movie, I can't yeah. really make an assessment that this would be my favorite, but it, it might be, who knows?
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I'm still like a big like 300 bro, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah, you're a Spartan. I'm a Spartan, Spartan man. Hit. Spartans 300 fuck I've fucking watched 300. I watched that on repeat. How much of a bro I am about that movie? <laughs> I can't wait. I haven't um, seen
2: that movie in ten plus years. I'm I love so that movie. Uh, yeah.
1: But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how. How I mean, I haven't seen it in probably like five years or something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still. I. I just know I'll still love it. But <laughs> this, like, I'm really impressed with uh Snyder's first movie. I think that's it's really great that he was able to muster up this kind of professionalism with with uh, Dawn of the Dead and. It doesn't feel pretentious at all. It feels like he's, like, doing... It, it feels like he's measured and trying to do his best but also having a good time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think James Gunn... Or I think Snyder works best with, like, someone who... Someone like James Gunn. So mm-hmm. I'm actually wishing that James Gunn and Zack Snyder could work together again. That would be cool. Um, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, just, like, I think... it. I think it's just like the Michael Bay thing. Like Michael Bay can make some great stuff. He has a great if he has great if he has a great script. Mm-hmm. Same with Snyder. It's like they like Hollywood needs to play to their strengths as opposed to bending the knee to them in a way. Right. You know. Yeah, for sure. Because like the worst case example is like George Lucas and you know bending the the knee completely to him and letting mm-hmm. him go off and do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. At least, like, Snyder and Bay have somewhat experience on script beating and, like, you know, For general sure. action sequencing. But Dawn Dead uh, is is really great. I like the characters. The pacing's a little weird at times, I think. Mm-hmm. Um But I think that the last half is really... The last third, maybe, is, like, really solid. Like, a really solid action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not to say that I didn't like all the character beats. It just seemed kind of like, um, odd in, in some ways. Yeah. You know, just like in terms of pacing. Cause I was like, when are we going to get back to the whole zombie thing?
2: Yeah. It does Um, like slow down in the middle and kind of hangs out for a little while. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is, I mean, it's not really a complaint. It's just kind of like tonally, it's like the tone controls a little bit you know, um, inconsistent. And I don't know if that was something that was on purpose as a way to like have commentary on these characters and let it have, or some sort of messaging. I'm not sure, you know, with the whole theme, the the themes of the movie, but, um, that's my only, I think that's my only real complaint. I mean, the acting, Acting wasn't really like, um, I don't want to be mean about it. It's just what, it wasn't like Hollywood level acting, you know what I mean? Mm, Sure. Um, but I, I guess it's something It comes with the territory. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that I'm any good of an actor, but, uh, we we my, my biggest my biggest thing was when Sarah what's her name Sarah Polly? Yeah Sarah yeah. Polly when your husband tries to kill you and your daughter killed your husband and you go into the Well that's bathroom. a neighbor
2: girl, right? Is or, it a neighbor girl? That's not their daughter, is it? It's not their Did daughter. Yeah, okay.
1: Okay, a child still yeah. <laughs> comes yeah. and kills your husband, and your husband's trying to kill you, and you you have your eyes are not bloodshot. And you're not freaking the fuck out when she was in the bathroom. That was, like,
2: my my biggest takeaway.
1: Oh, like from that part? Yeah. Right.
3: They do give her a yeah. beat to cry about it later, I think. Yeah.
2: And she's interrupted by the... Uh, by the that's just the the always, security. <sighs> yeah. That's always a tough thing with, I think, every single horror movie is, yeah. like, you can never have people react realistically. Because you, you don't have time for it. Because people would just break and, like... I don't know. It's, 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 it's always hard. I'd like that always is a thing to me too, where it's like, that's not really realistic. But then again, you can't, I don't think because like it would kind of break the movie. A wa- like, walking Phoenix could do
3: it. I think you, um, I think that has to do with probably it's for this good. one, I think yeah. because of the amount of characters that are in this movie. Cause the, I think the original Dawn does, when oh, shit yeah. hits the fan, mm-hmm. you do linger on their reactions. Like there's mm-hmm. two montages in the original Dawn that I'm thinking of. Like there's, the fun one where everyone's kind of like, you know, doing like what they're doing here. It's kind of like almost beat for beat. Yeah. Where they're like doing fun things in the mall. And then when a character dies, there's a second montage where everyone's kind of like down because of it. Mm. And um, I think that just, I think, yeah, if they had a little bit less characters, they could probably do more yeah. moments like that. But um, this one's obviously trying. I mean, the original one is a, was an indie movie. It was, you know, played to a very niche audience. This one is obviously like universal, yeah. you know was a universal project and it's uh yeah i mean it has to appeal to everything you have to get to that mm-hmm. you have to get to that zombie scene or to that action scene or yeah all i'm
0: to
3: saying is get a bunch of
1: big actors pay him a bunch of money call it the walking dead
2: the walking dead <sighs> and uh <laughs> boy that's
3: walking that's a Tom. hell of a pitch i mean if he wants to be in a zombie movie Listen, I'm all for it. Hey, he was in a Joker movie. Yeah. What's next? He what? can,
1: you know, he can, he can win furthered? an award for, yeah, exactly. for him being a zombie eating meat and says he, why he's vegan.
3: Oh, on there the, you go. the Oscar. It, it would
1: just be very poetic, you know?
2: <laughs> it would. He's like, listen, in this movie, I did eat human flesh, but I, you know, I just got to talk about these animals again. It's, you guys haven't heard enough about <laughs> Oh boy! But uh, yeah, no,
1: I him. I uh, I really love this movie. I think it's great, and um, I look f- I look forward to repeated watches. I mean, I want. I did buy. I actually bought a digital copy. Oh hell yeah, nice! Because uh, I don't pirate things because I'm a good boy, <laughs> and I wanted to see it, and the, the director's cut was the only one that was available. Yeah, like, you had you to, did buy, have to it. buy it. Yeah, that's right. it was only fourteen bucks. I mean, whatever. It's not too bad. Know, it's not bad at all. Yeah,
3: but I don't regret it. So that's that's good. Uh, rewatch movie yeah wanted to shout out to the dvd features that some of the i think some of the i don't know if anyone owns the dvd out there but like the um they actually have a short film that chronicles andy's yeah last days and that's good in the, that's a good one
0: mm. and they also
3: have like a, a news report that shows the pandemic that's actually terrifying i feel like those special the supplements like the short films that are on the dvd are actually scarier than the movie because like that news yeah. that news uh Real or that news program that shows how like fast it spreads is just like pretty terrifying. It kind of reminds me of like COVID now, or like what happened last year. I was just
2: gonna say year. it probably ages like a fine wine. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Just like, like Army of the Dead with the fucking yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> temperature thing that he filmed before COVID happened. Yeah, exactly. so wild.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. And so like that's uh, those things are pretty cool. Like on the um on yeah. the D V D that they that that it has that you don't really get a whole lot of cool, uh, supplements anymore that aren't like, you're just more than like 30 seconds or a minute, but
2: yeah, it's, it's kind of the end. This is kind of the end of that era, I guess. But I, I remember that yeah. Andy one being really cool being it like, it's like at least a few minutes, right? Like four or five minutes. Yeah.
3: It's like a, four it's five like chronicling. Short. Yeah. It, um, it's implied also that the girl who bites that, uh, the, 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 the husband at the beginning of this movie is mm. Andy's daughter. It's implied from okay. that short mm. film that you won't get that other than yeah, watching yeah. that short film, but like, I think that's a little cool and a little neat. Uh, for sure, yeah. Like a little connection there. If you wanted to, for some reason, get more of the of this universe around, you yeah. know, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Well, the lesson I learned is a, a creepy kid shows up to your house, you you shoot it in the head. Yeah, you shoot him.
3: Or you lock the fucking door. I don't know how she got
2: in. Like, Listen, she was there's just a like, kid in your hallway and they're standing in the dark. <laughs> just blast him. Yeah, blast questions them. later. That's the
1: Oscar. Kill your that's the Oscar Pistorius uh, method. <laughs> Anybody get that reference? Okay. I don't, but I,
2: I know it's funny just from that <laughs> <laughs> you
1: don't you don't know what that is. No, I guess the not. the Blade Runner the Olymp- the Paralympian guy, you know who has no legs. Okay, yeah. He like shot his like wife while um, Jesus while he was Damn. in the bathroom and thought it was an intruder
2: with a shotgun. Yeah. Oh He's yeah. In jail yeah. now. I, the- I can't think of a better note to go <laughs> out on, John. Shit. Thanks for being on, man. <laughs>
3: yeah, thanks for having me on. This was a. That was a <laughs> I'm still in shock from that. Uh, no one to <laughs>
2: listens to the
1: end of this podcast. Oh wait, can we do this really quick? The food okay. thing. Oh, okay. What's the food? What's the food metaphor? We do food metaphors here.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, just like half explain it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like no, he was here for when we did. You were, weren't you?
1: Time, I think. Was I? I don't know. It's like if you were, uh, if Zack Snyder was your
3: chef. How what's would cook up on you know, this movie? it cooking yeah. up
2: on this movie? We found point. out the food metaphors work incredibly well for um, yeah uh, movies, yeah,
3: what's it cooking up for like you know something sugary, obviously, mm. like something with uh, Fun, a well balanced oh, for this movie, yeah, feel. definitely like yeah. something maybe well balanced um obviously something you know,
2: I was thinking some raw ass steak, bloody as fuck that's good, you know that's good. I was gonna say like it's a cheeseburger, you love cheeseburgers but this one's like it's like rare it's super rare and yeah there you, you got go, like yeah. your french fries and you got like a nice ice cream sundae at the end yeah definitely um, a coke bloody with sundae. it coke, coke with it
3: yeah so yeah i and can cocaine totally see that coke with it Probably cocaine. some cocaine yeah i was thinking like maybe yeah just like i would say the cheeseburger was actually on the nose that's pretty cool like mm, i would yeah. say that that's a pretty easy one, I think.
1: And he he just opened up his store and he's he's ready to show off his product. He's a little scared, but you know he's gonna he's gonna do it. And his buddy James Gunn is here to help him out help him out with the menu selection. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and, and
2: and a horde of people who can't wait to a get that cheeseburger <laughs> floods through the door. Yeah, and he can barely he can barely feed them all, but he, he does, and they all love it. And yeah. they just eat it up like yeah. in his brains or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, John, thanks for being on, man. And, yeah. Uh, uh,
3: what do you got to plug? What's going on? Uh, shit. Um, so I guess I'll plug the um, Brent and I are on another podcast it's called The Countdown Strikes Back. It's if you want your Star Wars itch scratched. Uh, we talk some Star Wars stuff on that right <laughs> now, I think. Where is the Star Wars itch? Like, what part of your body is that? It's somewhere minor. Probably
1: like
2: just on your
3: (laughs) your earlobe. Oh, shit. I was like thinking like... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean,
2: get off of YouTube. Quit watching Star Wars videos on YouTube. and Go listen to our podcast. Go listen to the...
3: Yeah, this podcast is definitely... um, We say more... I don't know about that. Sorry, I can't even lie about it. I was like, we say way more important shit than the YouTube people do. Um, No, but it's a fun time if you really dig Star Wars. I think right now, as of this recording, we're recording The Bad Batch. Um, episodes, episode by episode. I think we'll be doing that for a while since that show seems to be kind oh, of, um, you know, bit. yeah, it's for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess we'll be, get back to our book club pretty soon, but that's a fun listen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, also plug revenge of the sequel, which I don't know when the fuck that's coming back, but I know we'll have a fall season for sure. Um, so with some horror movies, we're also doing our own take on army of the dead, treating it as a spiritual sequel. Nice. To Dawn of the Dead, um, which is going to be pretty cool. We're going to have some guests. Um, and then talk some other cool, uh, scary movies, which is which will, will may or may not be scary, depending on what the movie is. Like, you know, I'm looking at you, Conjuring. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: John's you coming for not, Conjuring. You mean you don't like The Conjuring? The Scream King himself? Um, James. Is James. Well, James Wan didn't do that. Yeah, I don't think one.
3: we're doing that one. I think uh, we might be doing The Devil Made Me Do It, which is Michael Chavez, I think, as opposed to What a James
1: terrible title that
3: is I thought The that, Conjuring
1: that is Colon movie. The Devil Made Me Do It Weird it's I might very watch long. that movie I've heard what's the abbreviation right? <laughs> T C
2: D M-, M D yeah. I'm I'm glad that we started <laughs> figuring that out uh yeah I mean the the I mean uh, go, what go what to Delphin what? Pod no no I'm sorry I would do it backwards patreon.com slash Delphin Pod uh, there's always uh, cool stuff. There's trivia mm. games and early star Wars episodes and the Marvel show. And um, we have some top fives up. We did uh, top five horse movies. I know you guys have been chomping at the bit. Listen, if you listened to our black beauty episode and you were like, this is the only content I want these guys to do. Um, Just- <laughs> go listen to that top five horse movies uh, episode. It's a lot of fun. And um, <laughs> also listen to cover stories. Adam, we have anything else? Um. No, stay tuned for
1: next week where we do Armageddon, Whoa, baby. Armageddon. Oh, shit, I Another? cried at that
2: movie. Oh, I always cry.
1: What's the song? I'm probably gonna cry the this fucking,
3: time. What's the, Ain't the, gotta. No, don't wanna close the, my eyes. Don't wanna fall,
0: fall asleep Cause miss I miss
3: you, baby. And I don't wanna miss a thing. That's a pretty sad fucking oh, movie. Like it, it was is getting yeah, pretty over movie. the top. And Bruce shit. dies. Hey, yeah, yeah. In a very, like, <laughs> isn't it like a fucking, like, I just remember that scene. Every yeah. time I see that scene, I tear up because, like, he, his life it's flashes gr- before his yeah, eyes. And you're just great. like, man, that's so, like, I, you It's know, a great that scene. People,
2: yeah, people joke about that movie. And it's, listen.
0: I mean, yeah, it's so earned. You, you can joke. I'm going to come in here yeah, you're fucking allowed. hot
2: and saying, like, this is, like, one of the this best. This is cinema. The, I just, dude, Armageddon was a. We'll talk about. It, we'll get into it. But that yeah. was a staple of my fucking youth. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, come and listen to that. We'll probably sing that song that we just sang probably eight hundred times. Yeah. Um, and John, thanks for being on, man. Yeah, yeah thanks for thank having me. You this was so fun. much.
1: Yeah. Be sure to come back again
3: this season. Just come back again in like three episodes. Yeah. I w- I mean, I can talk BVS, and that's on the opposite side. I'll be oh, on shit. the negative Snyder side on that I mean, side. We, we on that one, we probably will too. We'll see. Yeah,
1: I'll I'll try to be on the positive, (laughs) just to have some diversity here. Yeah,
3: (laughs) y'all are watching the director's cut, which yeah, I I haven't seen the director's cut, so that's that's actually just makes more sense. I don't know if it makes a better movie, but more coherent. Hey, you know, I'm gonna read up. I'm gonna
1: read up uh, the first and second testaments and. You know, make sure all the allegories are in check and school all you <laughs> that he's fucking na- assholes. Yeah, that he's nailing all <laughs> of the
3: metaphors. And, yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns also as well. He loves Frank Miller, obviously. So, mm. Yeah, big Miller guy.
2: All right. Well, uh, John, thanks for being on, and we'll see you guys next week on Armageddon.
3: Thanks. Bye-bye. Later. See ya.
0: There's a man...